Add some fun to your space with Extrify, designed in Sweden with focus on quality products built on experience. You're looking at Project 4. There are four generations of products with super cool colorways to stand out, with matching sets to satisfy with a solid B4 bungee, lightweight ergonomic M4 mouse, the K4 keyboard is fantastic, all of which are performance focused, and finish it off with colorful GP4 mouse mats that are bold in design and smooth on the surface. The retro theme in particular has got the feels. Complete your setup with Extrify. No regrets, guaranteed. I'm in the house. And sector clear. But there is the window. Hate this patch. I'll take the fire through the pillar. Whatever. Play with Parry Match. Parry Match. Your esports teammate. Want to change your loadout, get new skins, or maybe cash out? Bitskins.com, the best skin site. Just log in with your Steam account, add your dream skins to your cart, and pay with crypto, credit card, or PayPal through our providers. Need some cash? We got you. Just list your skins, enter your desired price, and withdraw instantly with crypto or directly to your Visa credit card. Bitskins.com, buying and selling skins. Simple, fast, and easy. The nice thing about displays is they're super high quality and very easy to hang up. All you have to do is mount the magnet they provide you, then just stick the poster on the wall. Every art piece they offer is super collectible and looks great no matter where you place it in your house or room. Another wonderful thing about display is they also look after the environment. Every poster someone buys, display will plant one tree. They have already planted over 14 million trees and they're still planting. So you're not just getting an awesome poster, you're also helping the environment. Fresh out the shower, ready for some Counter-Strike, starting with an old fuck, so we know that today is going to be the day. It's early, it's 2 p.m. CET. HLTV confirmed episode 67, the second last episode for the year of 2021. Someone starting a motorbike early? What do we got, what, guys? It's actually, it's sun outside, so all of the motorbikes are in action. Okay. So I think strap in for some motorbike uh, enjoyers. As, as, long, uh, as long as there's no guitars. Yeah, I don't think we'll have that. All right. All right, where was I? Uh, oh, yeah, everybody's favorite part of the show when I spell sponsor names. Extrafy, looking extra fly. They sent me a big bucket of gear. I got the wireless mouse. I got a mouse pad, a keyboard, a headset, all the fucking goodies. They even sent me a mouse bungee for a wireless mouse. That's how considerate they are. Extrafy, if you're in the market for any of that Go gear, go and check them out. Display, they're metal posters. You whack them on the wall and you, your house doesn't look shit. There you go. If, if that's not a sales pitch, I don't know what is. See these bare walls behind me? They could use some metal posters from Display, maybe some anime, may, maybe some pictures of mountains or, or the ocean, mind you. You can check it out. They got all the good stuff that you need. Counter-Strike stuff as well if you want to nerd out your little room. Uh, parry match, gamble responsibly. You all know how to do that. And uh, Bitskins, buy and sell. Skins and items, CSGO, all that jazz. They got Dragon Laws and knives and all those goodies. So if, if you want some skins, it's Christmas time. Maybe, maybe buy yourself a Christmas present. Maybe you think, yeah, I deserve that how that limited edition they got taken off the market because someone stole artwork. You know, you can get that. You can have it. It can all go on now. 
You could uh, say well, that like yeah. CS did NFTs first, but double. Not only do we have like digital goods that you can sell and buy, but we also stole the artwork for that digital goods. So this is like essentially just like everything about NFTs. We already did it. So amazing. and the people at home don't hate skins in games. Everybody just hates NFTs, but yeah, they not don't destroy the forests and shit like that. Apparently, yeah. um, I'm I'm sure they do. But as you guys can hear and see, Prof is here. Uh, we've also got uh, Lucas producing as per the usual, just sitting there in his chair. I imagine that he has 732 screens, a bit like the keymaker in the Matrix. Is that the guy with all the? Does the keymaker no, have the screens? No, no, the, no architect? It's the, the architect. Yeah, there you go. And there we have, uh, of course, Striker, the resident Matrix aficionado here to make <laughs> sure he fact checks all of my Matrix uh, commentary. And uh, last but not least, we have uh, Smuya. I think you may be labeled as threat at the moment, Smuya, because that's what everyone in chat's saying. So we might have to get your your labeling fixed so might that people, people actually know your Take name. Look at that. It's okay. <laughs> you happy to be uh, well, the, the coach that is no longer? You, I mean, are you going to take over the coach? He's a well-respected man. I don't mind being on this, Fred. You technical director, technical director, technical director Owen Butterfield. Do you that see yourself? Good, do you see yourself <laughs> at that title? I can ruin some teams. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Maybe, maybe it's threat because he's a threat to everyone. Okay, I see what we've done there. It's a read. <laughs> it's almost a dad joke. Uh, but just for those of you who are listening at home on the audio-only airwaves, listening to this as a podcast, a podcast a podcast later on. Uh, tonight we do have, or today, we do have Smoo on the show. We're going to be talking a little bit more about the roster changes uh, that have been happening, rounding out IEM Winter and the Blast World Finals kicking off. And uh, we're going to be just basically shooting the shit of CS because when Smoo is here, it's a bit more of a conversation, less of an interview. So let's roll the bumper and let's get into the interview portion. Thank you very much, Lucas. We're in the hot seat. It's warming up. When it's cold, it's winter time. Smoo, is the fireplace currently running? What's the internal heating situation? Or do you have to walk around the house wearing socks? Uh, I recently moved to Estonia with my girlfriend, and she has the fucking heating on like 25-8, man. It's insane. I try to go to sleep, and it's just app. It's like a sauna all the time, so I'm chilling. Normally, I walk around butt naked, but I have to have clothes on for this interview. So Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's we fair appreciate enough. that. Uh, and and for the last time you were on the show, you weren't part of Fnatic. Now you are part of Fnatic. We're going to explore that in depth. But I just want to know, are we expecting Astralis-level commentary out of you where it'll, it'll be like a copy and paste of what they've sent you to that you can and can't say in an email? Or are the people at home still going to get the smooth that they know and love? I mean, like, it, it's it's me, but it's there's some, uh, of course, Fnatic's like pretty big organization and it's pretty serious compared to the ones that I played in before. Like, they were all good, but Fnatic's a bit, uh, you know, top top tier so some stuff uh maybe i won't indulge in but i'll still have uh, some smoothie takes for sure just so you can't get... call people cunts basically i mean like i for sure can and i for sure will but <laughs> like that can't say some of the other dodgy stuff you know all right all right all right well we'll, we'll see where the line is drawn here now uh <laughs> Look, we, we've had you on the show as a bit of a recurring guest if we were like friends you would be like um Damn, I've who's a good trend, so. who's a yeah? All right. I went a bit boomer there, didn't I? I could have done something like a little bit more like <laughs> the, the guy with, that eats the cookies. I think that eats guy, the cookies. You know, he, he, well, he not, not, the muffin tops. The muffin tops. We could have gone with like Seinfeld. We could have gone with you around like our Newman, and I, that's even more boomer. That, I, was my, I was actually what thinking about Seinfeld. I was <laughs> actually thinking about Seinfeld. That's how bad I am on on Prince. Of course, let's okay. let's just forget about that. <laughs> 
right. Well, uh, we, we've got you back. And, and this time around, we obviously have different circumstances, right? Uh, you're over there as Fnatic as we, we've just addressed. You're getting to play with two UK lads, have a UK coach, and uh, play with a legendary Sweden Crims and a, and a probably future legendary Sweden Brolin. Um, it, it's quite an interesting team when you when you look at it on paper here, Smoo. How, how did all of this come about? Do you want to you want to give the people at home a bit of an understanding of how you you got the call up? Um, funnily enough, actually, it was literally the couch right here. I was when I first came to meet my girlfriend, like I was streaming at the time, and um. I said to Alex before I am fall, I wrote him like, yo, bro, like, do you reckon there might be changes? If not, like, I'll just fully commit to streaming because Fnatic was really like the only team that I could see myself joining. Um, and they absolutely bombed out like 0-5 and I was like, fuck, that's kind of shit, but like, fuck, that could be my way in. Like, I'm sad because I like, I like Alex and uh, Will a lot, you know, but like, your boy's got to eat, you know? So I was like, fuck it, like, Let's see what's happening. And I was just chilling. And I got wrote by Kida, the coach, who like I've known for a long time. I've played in many teams with um, prior like Epsilon and stuff like that and some UK teams. Uh, he wrote me like, yo, bro. And I instantly knew what it meant. Like I started freaking out. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. It's fanatic. It's fucking fanatic. Like I started bopping around the room. And then I and then I pick up my phone. I'm like, yo. Like I, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, what do you want? He's like, yo, do you want to play an open qualifier tomorrow? I was like, let me check on my schedule. <laughs> like, like, it was, um, it was like I think he wrote me on Thursday or something, and I my original plan was to fly home. Oh no, it was Friday, and my flight home was Sunday because um, a lot of details here. But you know when you get your vaccine, the second one, and then you don't become fully immune for yeah, fourteen two weeks days. I'm sure. Yeah. I was flying home on the thirteenth, so I still had to do some like bullshit quarantine stuff for when I got back to UK at the time. And he said, "Yeah, we need you home tomorrow." I'm like, ah, fuck, can't change my flight because it's some dodgy-ass airline, like, super cheap flight. It's like, you could never even change it if you tried. Fuck, so I had to pay 400 euros of my own money to get home, like, next day. Go home, play the qualifier, and we didn't lose a map till we played Gambit, and the rest is history for now. I, I think, uh, wasn't there, you stood in, and then they had someone from the academy team stand in after you? Isn't that what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that worried so, me a little bit. I was like, it's going well. Why are they doing this? What, no, what's no, going on? That, that was discussed, but nobody like uh, read like the fine print, you know? Everyone just saw Fnatic, to, uh, Smooth to Fnatic, and was like going crazy, like, holy shit, it's happening. But it like it was stated that I'm only going to play the open qualifier of this one event. Um, so then we played the qualifier, destroyed everyone. And then they had to play, it was Copenhagen Flames. It was like one of these Malta events or something like that, like some... Malta vibes or something, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Something like this. Uh, and I wasn't even asked to play it. Like, I knew when I went in that I was only playing the open. I assumed I would play the closed. But when they said maybe I won't, I was like, ah, fuck. Like, this is a bit shit. But I knew it, you know, so I can't get too mad. Um, but then it, it was just some stuff with uh, the roster locks between Movie Star and uh, Fnatic. Mm. And then, like, honestly, I've said it on Twitter, but, like, without Movie Star... Not only with like the time I had in the team, if they weren't like such fucking amazing people, I wouldn't be on Fnatic now. Like they pushed everything, they did everything. Like the transfer fee for me, you guys wouldn't even believe what it was. Like I'm not gonna say it, but let's just say it's the, the cheapest I've ever gone. Fnatic got a bargain. I mean, it 
it wasn't really a transaction of money. It was more just like, just go, just go, just go. Pass, 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 pass. And they just like threw me and I was like, holy shit, like no other org would do that ever, you know? Um, so I only have like movies that to thank like for it even happening because they could have just been assholes about it and like, you know, kept me, but they stayed to their word and said like, when I get removed, they're never going to make it hard for me to leave. And yeah, so movie star the mvps because without them like i would still be streaming probably <laughs> something like that okay so even, even when even after the first open qualifier you still didn't know if you were gonna even try out a little bit more with the team no no no. i, I only got asked for the open qualifier and then that was it they said we like because that was the agreement between movie star and Fnatic because of the roster locks it was something like i played on like the weekend so like the saturday would have been the second day of the like open qualifier or the sunday maybe and the roster lock was Thursday, so they had to fix my whole negotiation for my trial contract, everything, like swaps, this, that, the other, in like three days. And like you guys know in esports, that's quite fucking hard to do because everyone's just AFK, like doing nothing. But everyone put their shit to the side and got it fixed. And very nice. Uh, at then after that period, they trialed Regali for like the the close qualifier thing and maybe something else. And then you got back and you're handed a trial contract from what I remember. Is that like still, is that still the situation or you, were you fully signed for Fnatic now? Yeah, uh, my trial contract ends in actually a month from now, but um, I haven't really had like the talk yet, I guess, but I don't know what I can and can't say, but that's all I know for now. Like just being open, like I haven't really, I mean, it's the, it's the break, right? So no one's really like, I'm not pestering them. For a contract or anything, because I'm just fucking got my feet up playing Valorant all night. Like I'm not doing anything with my life, so really helping the contract situation right there. <laughs> it's it's playable. No, it's playable. <laughs> like, I can do what I like. It, what, he, what he meant, what he meant to say was, he's in there, he's grinding, he didn't refrag every night. Resetting. I'm mentally resetting. That's what Watching I'm doing. Watching some demos. <laughs> yeah, no way. I'm just talking like... to simple about opping and stuff. You know, <laughs> uh, that was meant to happen, you know. But now he says because I'm playing tier one events, he won't help me. He told me me if he wins a major, he's going to work with me one-on-one to get me, like, much better. And I was like, dude, thank you so much. And then I wrote him after he won the major. I'm like, yo, bro, you ready for, like, you know, some one-on-one time? He's like, bro, I can't help you now. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you can't help me? (laughs) He's like, yeah, you're going to be playing tier one events. Like, you're an enemy now. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was like, fair play. But that's good. He showed you respect there. That's that's what you want to see. Maybe not get the cheat sheet, but... That's just cool, man. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I think in terms of the contract, this is something that people have been asking uh, quietly, like, oh, what is going on? Is he going to stay in Fnatic? I mean, everything can happen in esports for sure. But just based on the results the team has had and your performances, I feel, like, I feel like that is <laughs> that is pretty safe uh, overall. I feel like that position is safe. Like, if you want to stay in Fnatic, you, you'll stay in Fnatic. That's, that's how it seems. It's, it's not down to me. Like, it's down to them, but... Fnatic have like a very unique way of doing things and me being like the triple kid that I am, sometimes it can, you know, not be in line. Maybe I say some stuff I shouldn't say, I do some stuff I should do, but it's been okay. Like I haven't been that much of a pain in the ass. I've been a pain in the ass for sure. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to get better, you know, uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Like I literally have no idea. Wait, like- would you would you consider this angle though, right? Like, you know, in wrestling, right? Or even in MMA, right? <laughs> okay, there's MMA, like, that's better, that's better. Yeah, okay, there's, there's, there's people who choose to be the bad guy, right? Like if you just, if you took Khan aside and you said, listen, mate, there's no real heel in Counter-Strike. Everybody else, they're pussyfooting around. They're too nice. They're in interviews saying, yeah, just want to have a fun game. What if we go the other way? You know, we're British. I'll talk to Sass for the whole team. I get Crims behind me. He looks like he'd be a scary man in a dark alley. 
and we'll fucking we'll go the enemy arc here. Like, have you, mean, you like, considered that? Uh, no, but it's definitely not a bad idea because like Fnatic were hated for like four years and they did this whole video like this thing, you know, with the whole push <laughs> like like they were like literally the bad guys. So I thought like maybe I can be a little bit of an asshole and get away with it, but no, like. At the beginning, I was trying to push too many boundaries for sure, like, because that's how I am. <laughs> but then I kind of just got the absolute fucking backhand from Jesus himself and was like, shut the fuck up and do, do what you need to do. And now I'm just like, I'm sorry, Dad. So I'm just... <laughs> All right. <laughs> I need to do. Yeah, fair enough. Keep, but, keep, uh, keep your head so out of trouble. Really, yeah, I'm trying. That's all it is. Just not get fined any more money in my career because I've already cost myself a lot of money in the last four years. So, <laughs> well, I guess. That's the most we... fine esports player in CS history, for uh, sure. I think. Sure. What about organizations? That depends on, yeah, exactly. That depends on if you mean like an organization or a tournament organizer, because I I'm think... I'm talking like body of work. Yeah. Like, whew, 2018 was expensive, <laughs> man. That's what I'm say. When I was in big, man, boy, I was such an idiot, man. I used to just say the stupidest shit to people. Holy fuck. What oh, is dear. the stupidest thing you can That's get fined for? Not... Oh, okay. An admin made a setup early. Uh, at an event like it was first map he made us leave our practice room halfway through the first map and you know when you're set up on stage no internet no nothing you, all you can do is aim bots well back then um we'll get to that don't worry yeah, yeah. so i'm like i don't really want to do that like i have my deathmatch routine i always do and he said you have to do it it's my decision i'm like okay you fucking <laughs> and then <laughs> that that was the first fine and then he made us set up and the fucking first and second map went triple overtime. Last map, 16-14. And I fell asleep in my chair. And I got fined for sleeping in my chair for two hours before the game. Because... Uh, you got fined for sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I was, like, like napping in my chair. Like, absolutely AFK. And then, uh... Yeah, and then I when I woke up, I then went to said admin and said, You are a blah, 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 blah. And that's where the second fight... Oh, the third fight came from. Because <laughs> like, it's just like it's so Did you win the game? Of Did you course win? not. We got absolutely banged, <laughs> and I, and then our team insta died. Like before that map, our team died, man. Like, it was so fucked. It was so fucked, man. I swear. Then I got insta got kicked. Oh well, yeah, okay. Oh dear. That was okay. a, a dancer, 2018, the pro uh, December. Oh dear. That's an entertaining story, at least. You have that. This is prize money, though, right? Not, not, or is this like an actual fine to between, you? Between me and you, I, I've cost my team a lot of money. <laughs> and I've cost myself a lot of money. Okay. Holy shit. Mouya finishes an event and then sends money to ESL. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what it is. Like, it's like, thank you for letting me play you, man. Here's thank you. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Not that though. No more. No more. I'm uh, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better. Oh, I guess we could use that right to to pivot a little bit. I mentioned at the start, obviously playing with the UK boys. Well, I don't know. Alex, for me, he seems just he's like me. He's a double agent, right? He's got a British passport. He's got a British accent. I don't have one of those. But is he French? Is he Did British? Do you have a British passport? Yeah. What the hell? How do you think I'm in Europe? I don't know. I just don't know. British yeah, passport. my dad was born in Bath, mate. Jesus Christ. Question yeah. again. Let's move on from bar. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, it was the fact that this team now is with uh, UK boys, right? You mentioned yeah. the relationship with Kida. Obviously, brought up Mezzi as well, who's part of this, like, uh, the with with the Cloud9 stuff. Obviously, uh, we know that Endpoint tends to be the flag bearers for UK Counter-Strike, but now it's, it's it's you guys, and you're joining forces with the Crims and Brolin little combo right there. Yeah. So the team, you want to talk us just through a bit of the pieces and, and, and how you view all that? Um, like, I think it's, it's a you know when you look at something and it just shouldn't fucking make sense like 
Or like, let's say you look at the recipe for like said food and you taste it and you're like, that's not how it should taste. It tastes fucking good, but I shouldn't like this. That's kind of like the people on our team. Like if you looked at it from outside, you'd be like, yeah, that's never going to fucking work. Like never in a million years. Like there's three super quiet guys that just like have no opinion on anything. And then there's me and Alex that just like have an opinion on fucking anything and everything. Like you could say something that has no relevance to CS and me and Alex will be like, ah, we disagree. Like uh, just argue for no reason. Like it's just how we are. It's like it doesn't really make sense, um, but because I think I think it's Crims and like Brolin that are the most important because like Brolin's the guy, well, the child that always wants to keep like a good environment. You know, he always says like have fun, have fun, have fun, and that's like super important because he can't really play if the environment's bad. Um, and apparently, like in the last roster, I, I don't know really speak so much because I don't know it like full well, but they had a problem with like getting hyped, you know, when it was, like, always too silent. And that was one of the main reasons why they wanted to bring me in. Because uh, I'm a loud bastard when we're winning. <laughs> um, yeah. So that part's good. Uh, Alex is Alex. Like, I, before I joined, I honestly thought he was a shit IGL. I've said this on my stream as well. I was like, this guy's scammed a living. Like, he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> what <the fuck? laughs> but, that's, but that was my honest opinion. Like, I thought, like, I genuinely believe that. And I'm not saying it just because he's my teammate, but he's already taught me more than... I ever expected to learn in like one year of CS, never mind three months, you know? Like he just brings a lot from his past teams. Like the way he improves, the way he like anti-strats and preps for a game is mind-blowing. Like Ida does a lot of the work, but it's mostly run between him and Alex, like they bounce ideas, you know? And if we didn't have Alex doing that, like I wouldn't play anywhere near as good as I play. He also sacrifices everything for me. Like I'm not saying I'm, I'm not Zyro before anyone in chat clips this and says, ah, oh, it's not anything Zyro. I will never be as good as Zyro at Counter-Strike, but he treats me like I'm Zyro. Like, if I want to go get eco kills, he'll take my AWP and let me just run and take eco kills with Mac 10. Like, he'll always make sure I have AK second round. Like, it's really crazy, man. And it's like, you know, I'm just, like, weirdly grateful for having, like, not just him, but everyone around me to do that kind of shit because everyone's, like, sets me up super good to, like, play good for the team, you know? So... Yeah, and then Mez is just Mez. Like, that guy, you could ask him how he is and he'll start laughing. Like, he'll just laugh at any joke. He's never a problem. He always watches his own demos, fixes his own shit. Like, and then Kida's just Kida. Like, I love that guy. So, what, like, the Kida one's a bit interesting, right? Because for a lot of people that don't know him from British Counter Strike, then they know he's like doing observing for Face It and then he rocked up being a coach. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, complexity. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's an interesting career arc right there. But Kida's been around the traps for like a, a long time, right? A decade. He's, uh, yeah. A decade. Yeah. It's been about. But uh, I mean, like, Jamie got his first chance on a team in Epsilon with me, like my first chance too. When I got to build the set, like this, my second time on Epsilon, when I got to build a team with like Robin, T, Sack, Cosmin and stuff. I needed a coach and I thought, I'll just take my friend, you know? Like, I didn't know Classic. Good, but I was just like, I'll take my friend because I have some like leverage here. So I'll just take all my friends. Um, and then he turned out to be insane. Like back then, he wasn't like as a, like, what's the word? Like not demanding, but like he didn't use like the authority that he had, you know? Like if I said to him, if he takes attack pause, he wouldn't be like, guys, you know, we could do this and like motivating. But like now he's got like, after his time in complexity, and I've seen him now on Fnatic, like, he's for sure one of the best coaches I've worked with. Like, still number one's Toby for me, uh, but he's, like, a close second. And he's the only person I can say that's, like, close. Like, in-game knowledge to Toby, you know? And, like, he's trying to improve at getting, like, more motivated and stuff, and super good. He also understands me, so I work pretty well with him, you know? Okay, cool. cool. How much... The you know, obviously you weren't like the first British person to to enter 
the team and you kind of came in at a, at a later time so maybe you didn't really catch the like the cultural shift in in the team necessarily but was there something that like you came into the team and just took took some time for for everybody to get adapted to each other or um how did that go from from more like a cultural perspective because like those guys never played with anybody outside of sweden you know yeah i mean like i think that all kind of got lost because they they lost so many games with their last lineup like they didn't really care about coaches once they started winning because like we like got, we didn't beat like the best teams of course like on the online stuff um sure. but like it's nice to fucking win every game like i've never done it before that many maps and it was nice you know like going into a game just like a supreme confidence like there's no way we can lose this and i think because they didn't have the most success before like they didn't really care you know like if i was like there's some kind of differences it kind of just got lost like after the first we played open and closed and then one closed for i think it was i am winter i think we played um there was a dream hack one of those closed um we played three qualifiers maybe four actually i think we played four qualifiers two opens two closed um and then we didn't practice for like three weeks and that's when i started to notice the differences like we started to get banged in every practice like 25-5 we got 29-1 by gambit like we got absolutely destroyed by everyone <laughs> i was like holy shit the team's dead like i thought we were good but we're just losing all the time and then we won every official and i was like hmm. then i noticed that we have an official team like people wake up for officials you know and in practice like we played to practice so it's a bit hard sometimes to like win every practice um but yeah, there's not much like differences in that way, to be honest. Like everyone just does what they have to do and minds their own business and plays, you know. Is is Crims kind of the peak of of what you're talking about there? Because for, I I think a lot of people within the version of the last team were losing faith that that he could still perform at a high level. But it's fucking Crims, like, and you saw Dude. recently some of the bombs that he's been dropping. Is he one of those guys that just drops nukes? Like, oh, you mean practice or? Well, what I don't know. In practice, I assume that he's probably when you when you've you've won a major, you you're probably a little bit relaxed in practice. I would say. I mean, he's like the guy that. I, I sometimes I think he's like forty years old because I feel like I've been watching <laughs> him forever. But he's only like twenty seven or something. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not that bad. And it's like the mindset he has towards CS. It completely makes sense why he's been around as long as he has at the level he has been like he always wants he's just a student of the game like he he's always asking questions he's super curious about every situation not even from his screen you know maybe something happens to leave a bomb side and he's like ah guys can you explain to me what happened and then and and it's like i've never played with a player like that who's been around as long with the success the, the success the success that he's had because like if i've won what he's won got the dollars that he's got Especially on the esports earning website, I'd be fucking out of here. Like, he's he's been about, you know what I mean? And he's still like so hungry to play all the time. And it's like, for me, it makes me want to play even more, you know? Like, so it's it's super nice to have him on the team. And he's like never nervous. And of course, like that makes sense because he's fucking been around the block and done everything. But like, but like when I say nervous, I mean like not even zero dot one percent nervous. Like he's fucking stone cold. Like we're 41 down and he's in like a 1v5 he's just at like you think he's gonna win every round like because he also just has the sickest fucking aim ever holy fuck but yeah i've seen that guy hit some one taps that like nico couldn't hit in practice and like it's insane honestly but that's the kind of cool thing with this team right boys like uh, you look you look at the the pieces around and you know i said oh maybe on paper it doesn't look like it makes sense but crims is super experienced right alex has been around the traps now doing some Everyone's game leading stuff. yeah well Apart from Mezzi, to be honest. 
yeah, the different different levels, right? Like you've obviously had your time in the, the sun and now you're getting to go back there. And this also, uh, where I was explaining it, like I would come on TeamSpeak late at night with like machine and stuff in there. And I was just like, hey boys, you seen this like fanatic win streak and shit. And then I'd, I'd like bring up the stats and be like explaining it. And Crims is playing well. And that means that like Mezzi, it's getting by him a buffer that he can, you know, <laughs> kind of take his time to get there. And like, I would just like build this like story of why this team could work and shit and getting them excited. Because obviously Machine and Henry, they love the, the UK story, right? Yeah. So just building all that up and, it it just makes sense and now obviously with you who everybody is, has known has been talented for a while you just have your other other plights and pitfalls that have, have plagued <laughs> you to this point right now yeah. that's all out of the way this is the, the opportunity and then i guess what we can do maybe because you already talked about the online stuff right you said you were practicing and you were getting smashed in practice and then online you're winning every official i yeah. guess you can jump forward to the iem winter stuff right yeah because there you get a bit more of um a test, obviously, being on LAN. You started with the best of one against uh, Gambit, Gambit on Ancient. 16-9 loss, yeah. Yeah, and it was close for the first nine rounds. And then I think the game kind of got away from you guys, right? Like, because me and I yeah. were casting that. I think the first the first half of the first half was, was kind of close. And then it... But what was what were the big differences from the team online to LAN? Was was it just the fact that it was a LAN and you're versing these good teams? Or was there noticeable things that were different from your perspective? Like... Everyone on like our team had like a different uh, perspective about like why we lost that game. Like for me, I just said we felt a little bit shaky individually. Like Hobbit was literally just fucking floating on water, walking at mid alone, just one tapping three people. And it's like online, as good as Hobbit is, his he's not gonna do that to us. Like maybe he kills one or does like 150 damage, but he's not gonna kill two of us. Like he's just not. Um, and he was walking out and killing four of us by himself and shit. Oh, um, that one before you guys lost on Vertigo. Oh, please don't, man. Oh. oh, don't. Because that would have been a 2-0, man. Yeah. They would, they would have been set where I am. And I'd, I mean, I'd also be set where I am now, but <laughs> I would have played longer at the event, you know? Um, No, but uh, it was it, it was a weird one because it um, I can take a lot of the responsibility for that loss because they were abusing the fact that we didn't have an AWP in Donut and we only ever had money for one AWP. And I literally said, like, it, we took the pause at, like, 6-3 or something. And I said... I need to just op A. They're abusing A. Like the Axel's just walking around A like the little fucking speed demon that he is and just taking time and on Freddy. And Hobbit's just crouching out middle alone every round getting into Donut. Like I need to punish them. But then what did I do when it was six four and I had op? Directly towards B. Of course. Like an idiot. Next round I get op. Where's your boy? Behind the mid smoke. Like, what am I doing, man? And they're just popping A fucking repetitively. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I said I needed to do something and I didn't adapt. So, and it would have been a game changer. Like if we got like nine rounds instead of six and we take pistol, maybe it's like a completely different game, you know, and we would have had more confidence, but we felt really shaky going into the second half because normally we're very strong on CT Ancient. Um, so yeah, I can take a lot of the blame for that. And then apart from that, we just didn't hit shots. Like we just weren't feeling it really. Fine. That just Wait. comes from like land jitters, like our first landing, you know, like, when you've won so much online, it's not even about winning that much. It's just like it's just your first land. That even if we lost every game online, we would have had the same land you did, you know, because it's our first land. Like everyone has it. It's not like uh, unique to us or something. Yeah, I was going to ask about that because like if that's at all comparable, you know, because you were talking about like confidence being sky high when you go to online matches, but I guess things like everything kind of resets once you go. It's to unknown. It's like it's like your zero zero again, you know. Of course, you can try bring the we beat. Galaxy Racer in the best of one. We're going to beat Gambit <laughs> on land. Like, that doesn't fucking apply, you know? So, yeah. It was kind of just... It was a coin toss. And we also didn't really expect Ancient that much. So, yeah. 
Or maybe we did, but I didn't. I think I prepped for another map, and then we played Ancient, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? So that's another mistake that I made, so... I can, but, take, I can take the blame, I can take the blame. Yeah, I mean, you bounce back from that, though. You beat the Ents, who are kind of shaky. Snappy. Who are kind of shaky, shaky at the moment, but still, you beat them, and then you beat Big after that. Um, and especially oh, the, yeah. the Big game was <laughs> especially interesting <laughs> in Inferno. 16, just... 16 7 loss, Crims, 30 ah, bomb. Oh, yeah. Nuclear bomb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this that? game, by the way, <laughs> Here we go. I, I remember, like, I don't know what happened, but, like, I could literally see Saracen, before anyone thinks that, I'm, I'm not speaking literally here, but, like, I watched Sony demos and I knew exactly how he moves. I could, I could, I knew where he was, like, just from him breathing in the server. Like, I, if he, like, he peeked me middle the fucking newbie's way, like, three times in a row, and I was perfectly set up for it, and every time he peeked me, I blinked, like, and I was holding for like eight, I was holding for like 18 seconds like this. Like he's gonna come. He always comes. He knows I have AK. He can't help himself. He has to peek. I hold tab. He's one and five. He's desperate. He's desperate. He needs this kill. He needs this kill. Peeks insta headshots me. I'm like, fuck. And then, and then I'm like, okay, next round. I'll get it next time. I'll get it next time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Same thing. Insta headshot. I'm like, ah shit. Like this game's going bad. And then I held tab and Crimson was like 15 one. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? How are we 10 one down? And then uh. Yeah, it was a bit. It, it was mental that half, and Crimson was just like, "Yeah, I'm going out boiler. Huh? Four dead. It's clear." I'm just like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on, dude?" <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty sick. Uh, it was That's a close the worst, series, though. worst Crimson impression I've ever heard. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard his voice in like ten days. I've kind of forgot how he sounds. Uh, he's pretty quiet. He doesn't speak a lot, Crims. Okay, he, he speaks a lot actually, but well, pro probably to you guys. Well, not to me, to... but he speaks to the team. Okay, there you go. You're ignored. But so that was a close game. You ended up winning on Mirage and then Nuke. But it was it was super long. And that day, right, this is where everybody's like, the scheduling was fucking dog shit, man. But every single game that was played that day was super long. And you had the yeah, yeah, unfortunate yeah. reality of having to play until it was like 2 a.m., I think you guys have finished. And it was yeah, quite clear come two, overpass. You're out of gas. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Just out of gas. This fucking overpass game, man. I, I, I remember I finished. And then I started talking about my travel home, and I was like, fuck, I need to book a PCR test. My test was 48 hours ago. And then the woman said, you took the test eight hours ago? I said, no way I took the test today, because it felt like it was yesterday. Because <laughs> <laughs> I checked my phone, like, I wake up, I'm already in a hotel, it's already dark, like, you know, like everything, I mean, it's like 11 a.m., but everything's already, like, closed off, you know, because it's like a gaming room. Yeah. I play a best of three that lasts nine hours, and then I go outside, and it is dark, and I'm like, hmm, okay. Oh, you have to play again. No worries. I have a seven-hour barn burner. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Then I finish, and I check my phone. I'm like, when did I wake up today? Like, fucking 7 a.m. or some shit? It's fucking 3 a.m., and I've just finished? Like, it was so crazy. And I remember when we finished, <laughs> Alex and Will's, uh, Alex and Messi's fucking taxi to the airport was coming in 45 minutes. No their flight, way. Their, their flight was 5 a.m. So they finished the best of three, packed their gear, had to run straight to their room, packed their bags, and had to run straight downstairs to take a taxi. It was fucked. Like they were home at like 7 a.m. or something. It was fucked. But that's yeah. A, that's, that's, that is rolling back the years. That's yeah, like. It was, it was nuts. Like I remember I was like, where the fuck are you guys going? Like, because I went to the room for a shit because I needed a shit for like five hours. And I finished and I walk. I'm like, what are you two doing? They're like, they're like bro, our taxi's outside in 25 minutes. I'm like, Dude, there's no way. And then, yeah, they have to go home directly.
So oh yeah, it, it was fucked up. But everybody they didn't even know. Everybody's speed running, speed running it when they get out of the event, and they just want to get out oh, there as soon as possible, man. Yeah, but it was like. I, I remember, like, they didn't even know. Like, Alex was like, yeah, let me check what my flight is tomorrow. And he's like, my airport shuttle's in 35 minutes. Yeah. This must get be you wrong. Out there three hours before. It's, I mean, it's... it was booked, like, two weeks in advance, but we didn't expect to finish at fucking 4 a.m. or some shit. So. Yeah. Well, so uh, something we... something I wanted to touch on from that Gambit series. I know you're not going to want to uh, relive no, let's that. Let's go. But, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. But especially, like, Vertigo, because I, I was looking at that game... And I, I felt like you guys were just completely all over the place. I don't know if it was the time or what happened there, but it's like every time I saw somebody just like being like, let's say you were just like about to execute B, right? And I think you were just like right up on the, uh, like after the little board that like people hide behind. Yeah. But like all of your team was like on the stairs and I don't know, setting up for the smokes or something like that. Somebody I mean, like flashed around. I don't remember exactly they, they, what the they, round they was. Had to, I remember that round because Alex said this little mother flower. He says, ah, Owen. It was 4v3, they had fucking no money at all. Like, they have, like, five sevens, and they had one flash on Inters, and that's the guy yeah. who flashed and destroyed me. Oh, he guys fucked you. Yeah, from first. And Alex was like, ah, walk up and aim first. He wasn't first, he was close right. So I'm like, okay, you know, let's go, Captain, I'm going to listen to you. And, like, everyone started panicking, including myself. I'm shitting bricks. Like, I'm, like, acting all confident walking up, but I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I get close, and the call was to just walk up and aim together. So I walk up. I turn around, all my boys are going back to Nobody's there. I'm like, there. I'm like yeah. oh shit, turn back around, full white, they take my AK, and then he gets like a 4K with it. But yeah, it, that, that game was like... But that's like, Those were situations that I saw multiple times, you know, like where oh, like yeah. you were ahead of the play and like I mean, all the team was like on the stairs and just not doing anything. <laughs> you die, there's no response, like nobody's trying to trade frag, like it was just completely disjointed. It was like a bit of both. Like I was for sure trying to overcompensate because like I could feel that people were nervous. So I wanted to be like the guy to be like, fucking follow me then, boys, you know? But like I should have just sat back and like played the clutches because I was playing good that game. Um, but it was like, I mean, we just needed it, you know? Like, and in a situation where I feel like everyone's freaking out, but I'm not the guy that's going to take a pause and say, guys, stop freaking out because that's going to freak people out even more, you know? So I'm kind of just like, it's fine we lost that 2v4, you know? We didn't even need that round. 1v3? Didn't need it, you know? Guys, let's, let's stay confident. And then we just kept losing every fucked round. Yeah, it was... Because it was one round two, we went A fast. We smoked connector. Their AWP just fucking runs through the connector smoke, like, collapses. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And then there's a guy, Tetris, just like, nah. It was so fucked. But yeah, we didn't play how we <laughs> normally play. I'll execute how we normally execute, for sure. But it, I, it's a high-pressure land game, you know, so... I, well, I guess, I guess the framing right is because obviously we all know how it ended and we know the circumstances around it. But what is the what's the what's the takeaway, right? Was everybody relatively happy with the performance? I mean, like not individually. Like to be honest, I was super sad after the loss because uh, I just don't take losing well. Also, when you've won, like I didn't lose an official since like April because I I won my last games on Movie Star, then I had a four month break, and then I won all my games since. I hadn't lost in like eight months on HL TV, so I was like, <laughs> that that honestly has nothing to do with it. But I'm just saying it to flex a little bit. Um, like it doesn't doesn't matter if they were tier four, but it's still nice. But a win's a win. Yeah, win is a fucking win. That's for sure. Um, but like I was super mad because it, it was a case where on Vertigo the same thing. I say out loud like Shiro's gonna peak gap this round. I'm gonna hold gap. I go and hold gap, just randomly stop holding gap without saying he peeks and kills me. And just little stuff like that is what pisses me off the most. Like, 
I don't know. I was like just disappointed in myself, you know, because I, I like I hold myself to a high standard and stuff, and I felt like I underperformed the event for sure. Um, but as a team, our goal was to reach playoffs, and we lose to the number four team only at the event. Like, how mad can you get? You know, we lose sixteen nine in the best of one on anyone's map. It could have gone either way, and then we lose on like fucking two one. But like, it should have. It could have been two zero. It could have been two zero to them. You know, like it was a super close game. So it's like, it's just how it is. Like. We, we're like we're not like sad or tilted with it, but like we wanted to make playoffs, you know. But you also have to be realistic. We've been together, like they've played together for like since they were fucking teenagers or fucking what were they called, gambit youngsters and shit like that. That fought being together so. for like oh really? Yeah, that yeah. makes me sad. I'm, how many? Of, I don't. How many of them are over nineteen? Oh, they have to all be twenty. Oh, oh no, Axel's a baby, isn't he? I'm pretty sure they're all really young. Sure is also young. Oh, Shiro has 21. to be twenty. Shiro has to be twenty. If he's nineteen, I'm out of here. I'm looking, I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking. He has to 20. be 20. Oh, for fuck for that. The way he killed me in overpass, if he was 19, I would have had a problem. 20, <laughs> it's acceptable. We got to get him to eat a bit more, though. When I look at him, they look they they look about 17. They, they eat, man. I know, I, but... I've seen them eating at an event, and I thought, fucking hell, what the... That cannot be for Shiro. That guy was munching on that plate like it was his last meal or something. It was crazy. I, I <laughs> see dude. him in the gym. I'm like, all right, well, fuck. We got we got to we gotta get Shiro's him. Shiro's stronger than you, for sure, though. Oh, definitely. He can bench well for sure. Yeah, I would say so. I don't even know how tall they were. They're actually surprisingly taller than I thought. They look small on webcam, but, but you're short, the first... right? What do you mean? I'm fucking six foot. That's short, man. What are you? Six foot one. <laughs> can we get that right, in we're... metric units? <laughs> one, 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 one. Oh dear. Okay. Um, yeah, Sponge is the smallest guy here in in this chat. I'm not even sure. Don't, people are gonna start thinking I'm sure. Small, small sponge. What the fuck? Sponge. Um, okay. I wanted to ask maybe if we're going to into the future of the team. We talked about some of the issues that you had. Do you think like how well, how deep in the progression of the team are you in in terms of like what you can reach? Is it like we're fifty percent there? How much more work is there to even be? You know, you're never hundred percent, but you know, close at least to the to the potential of the team. I mean, like, I'm not going to do the whole cliche thing that I do in every team that I get and says, oh, we could be top 10, we could be top 5. Like, everyone does in every interview. We have the most firepower or some bullshit like this, but I feel like we have a lot of firepower, and I feel like we could be top 10. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Is this the best team you played in, though? Yeah, not even close. Like, for firepower-wise, I think we'll see in 2020. Like, it's going to go uh, one of both ways. One, I'm going to get kicked in three months, and the team's just going to be dead, or we're going to be insane. So... We'll see in like, I'll check in with you again in about four to six months, and then we'll see what's happening then. Because we made top 15 in, oh, I think we're 14 now, Yeah. in two and a half months of like only online CS. And like when we played at LAN, we played everyone fucking close. Like, but what I'm also kind of scared of, because I have this logic when I used to play FPL a lot. When you win many 16-14s in overtime games, you know, there's good times and there's bad times. We've won a bit too many overtime and 16-14 games for my liking. So I'm scared for the start of 2022 because we might start losing many of them. But that's kind of where I am, you know? I'm kind of just just each day at a time. And Are you superstitious or some shit? I wear the same socks every time I play online. Not the same pair of socks, but I have two pairs of socks that I like interchange and I get washed because I'm like, I'm very superstitious and shit like that. And I have get to on kill the phone a certain to your amount of girlfriend kills. and tell her to throw them in the fucking bin and just pretend they disappear. You got to get that shit out of your head, mate. 
Although we, I don't. Once upon a time, like we played a good Gfinity event. So then the joke was like getting JKS making sure he had Dunkin' Donuts and a fucking coffee for every time <laughs> we played. Like, what are we talking about? Like, this has nothing to I, do I'm, with I'm it. I'm like that as well. Like back in the day, before Fnatic, I always used to eat. Well, it was chaos. I used to only eat Chick-fil-A before officials. <laughs> I would have the same meal always, wow. but that's also why I gained 40 kilos in four months. So, yeah. Okay. Well, you were talking a bit about the outlook for 2020. So what is the plan for 2020? When's Fnatic getting back? 2022. Sorry, 2020. Yeah, I, said, I said that. I said that. Uh, in 2022, where where what's the plan? Right? Is when does when does Prax start back up? When does the break end? What oh. when? What's all the, all the all the go there? I can I can get a oh how much of this can I say? You uh, probably can't say about the schedule just yet because I know for example like, I don't think Blast have announced their dates for not next not year. In, not in groups anyway, so far. Not in Blast. Well, they wouldn't. Yeah, but okay, I wish I, I, I don't so I could finish like last place and then be fucking top ten ESL ranking and get invited to every event because last place at Blast gets more than winning a fucking top four at IM Winter. But that's a conversation for another day. Uh, we had that one. Is... We had that one a couple of times. Oh mate, it's fucking so crazy. Like, where the fuck is this? All I know is ah, here we are. Uh, I start practice on the tenth of January. Is when I start. And okay. then we have some events. Uh... They have a month off. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's pretty just, good. Just chilling. Like before in my career, if I had time off, that meant play more, you know. And I'm not gonna take the whole month off, of course, but. This is the first time in my life when I haven't loaded CS for like three days in a row. The first time ever. And it's like, it's weirdly nice because I I just don't know how to take time off before. It would always be, ah, oh, it's play break. Let's play 25 faces in one day and stream the whole thing. Now it's like, I just can't, I just can't be bothered. to. Do, I'm just doing nothing. Like in my play break, people say, yo, what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm like, dude, I'm just sitting in my chair doing nothing. Like I'm just being a human. For like, Welcome to my life. Yeah, like it's nice, man. It's really nice. Yeah, hey, um, you mung out. You turn the brain off. Yeah, but uh, our goals, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Hopefully, place good at a land. Like, I want to win it, something else again too, even if it's online. That would be nice. But let me let me ask this question before we before you say goals completely. Is there still like an uh, even though you guys aren't a full Swedish team anymore? Is it still like we need to be better than NIP? Like, is that like a company line oh, or some shit? Oh. They don't give a fuck about that. UK company. Yeah, I know. Well, well, the Park the Australian company. I've met Sam Matthews' mother before. Like, but my question is, like, there's always been a Fnatic versus NIP rivalry, right? Like, uh, somebody I mean, I... since I've been here, I haven't heard Nip get mentioned once. So right. that's like genuine. I haven't heard like, ooh, uh, like we have to beat them or literally never. So okay, well, I, I don't pick a team so. you want to be better than. There you go. End Make point. a goal right now. Endpoint? It's UK rivalry, man. Oh, endpoint. I mean, that's it's, not really like, it's raising the bar quite it's, a bit. But it's close right now. They just made some roster changes. They're on their way back. So right now we're winning, but we'll see what happens. But if I was to be serious, let me pull up the rankings. As long as I'm doing better than big, I don't really care. So uh, you're currently one, space off, one behind one space off. Yeah. Without you're actually so, on the same exact points, by the way. But they're still behind, so answer that I guess one, it's Striker. Like some, some decimal <laughs> point behind, yeah, whatever. <laughs> put, him, put him on the spot. Could be alphabetical. Right I think, like... It's, I it's think, like decimal points. I think being, like, top 10 would be cool, you know? Like, around, like, the 9 to 11, like, this, like, just even if we topple up and down, up and down, and then, like, maybe make a push later in the year or, like, when everything clicks fully. Um, so, like, with this team, I don't really set expectations um, since I joined because... That's like really dangerous with the players that we have because if you were to look at it on paper, our expectations should be really high, you know? But if you set them high and you don't reach them, 
that's how teams die within like two weeks. So we kind of just say we just slowly get better at each map in practice, slowly play each official, you know, slowly get like more comfortable with each other, get to know each other, start to trust each other more, and then whatever happens, happens, you know, not like that, rush the process or something. Does that come from like Alex's and Messi's experience in COD9? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've fucking Crimson's as well and Rollins in the last two years, like they had it rough as well. But uh, no, I don't know. It's, it's just like more like setting the setting the expectations high, you know, from the start. That was like ah, a big problem for Cloud9 for sure. Up, yeah, I mean, yeah, they have some good stories about Cloud9. But holy shit, some of the stuff I've heard is funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's as I say, just each 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 day, each game at a time, and yeah, just try to grow. Even if you lose, just learn from it and just keep playing. Okay. Better. All right, uh, should we do this? Who wants to be a skinionaire? And then we can do some yes. more smooth questions as we go. All right, let's get it. into the game show. Who wants to be a skinionaire presented by Bitskins? Lucas, get those links going. Oh, I hate this, man. I've... We have uh, questions about your teammates. This there we time. go. There we okay, go. this one I might be good for then, because the last time it was like, what team did Perfecto sign his trial contract with? <laughs> In 2010, it's like, what? <laughs> this is that. This actually know. was the question, and it still haunts him, I think. Where's the where's it, the it uh, link at, Lucas? It was like, all right, Simon, you yeah, got yeah, it wrong yeah, again because yeah. I, I picked Dreamy. Yeah, uh, like, as fucking stupid though. As uh, everybody in chat is doing right now, make sure you do type Bitskins in chat to enter the giveaway. If you use an exclamation point, you will no longer be valid for the giveaway. Exclamation you'll points be banned from the channel as well. Yeah, exclamation points are bad. Just bit skins. I see everybody spamming away, but let's kick off. Who wants to be a skinionaire for episode 67 of Henshaw TV confirmed? Question number one. Which team did Krim score his record-breaking 47 frags on one map against? Is it A, MIBR, B, Cloud9, or C, Liquid? That's the MIBR, right? You know the map? Or are you going to guess the Just map? Two, huh? Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Let's go. Forty-four oh, drags. But he also, had, he also had a crazy one on train too. He was like forty, maybe forty. Does he talk about that, or you actually know like this? No, no. I remember watching that game. Okay. All right. I'm just checking. Did, did, did not lose that game. They did lose the MIBR game. Yes. Just like the <laughs> one against Big, where he yeah. dropped thirty kills. He's and really good with twenty-two lose. <laughs> in twenty-two rounds. Yeah, he's. But like, no, no one ever talks about it. Probably Brolin. He has the weirdest fucking memory for detail. Like. We'll talk about a veto that happened six years ago, and everyone says he says trust me. And everyone's like, okay, because he's always right, always, always right. So yeah, question right. tour, question tour. Into question number two. Continue Alex's famous quote: "Everyone speaks about Zaiwu, but if you look at most of us, his if but if most you look at frags. most of his frags." They uh, a they are from behind. B they <laughs> there is little impact. Or C everyone is flashed. It ha it has to be a free because this guy talks about his flashes all the time, man. Someone's got to do it, man. Yeah, Someone has to throw the flashes. I have the best success flash and the highest flashes thrown in this team, huh? Yeah, because they don't got send B, their. That's why. Because of God B. <laughs> I was gonna say because go, Alex Patty. is smart. And he's not sending his open first all the time. No, it's because of Fatty, man. <laughs> that guy taught me everything I know. This beautiful boy. All right. Well, he's playing Valorante now. He's got a bunch of different flashes to use over there. Wait, was uh, it Seedor? Was, was that right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you were right. All right. Question number three. What team did Keita play his latest HLTV match for? Is it Complexity. A? He lost against Saw. He lost against Saw. And he was like, he was a super sub. Five and 26. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's when, uh, was it Poison had some issues? Like, I think Poison forgot to pay his electricity bill. So they had to use Keita. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> well, we're doing three right now. Getting the school for a small, yeah. Nah, it was it was the surgery, it wasn't the knowledge. He had the eye surgery, right? So Someone's going to make an article. Boys in here. Someone's got an article, going to write an article about that. All right. Do I see my question here? Yeah, it's coming. Question oh, number okay, four. Sorry. Lucas has to prompt it. Which Swede was Mezzi's teammate at ESL Premiership Winter 2018 Land Finals? Was it Robin, Brolan, or Yakinyo? thing is, Yakinyo played the Ooh. Premiership, and I remember him playing, but... 2018. It was. I swear it was Jaquinio. He wasn't an endpoint then. This does feel like a trick question. No, it's. I swear it's Jaquinio, man. Because they spoke about that they played a long time ago. I've, I've locked in Jaquinio, but it might be wrong. Like it's not Roland. Damn. Yeah, four from four. Mashing it. I remember them saying because I asked where the fuck Jaquinio came from because I didn't know like what he was playing before, you know. And uh, Messi said that uh, they played a thing to go. So, right. Well, this go. is it. This is for the clean sweep, mate. Question this number is... five. Brolin won the MVP at the last top tier event before the Krieg. Uh... What was the name of that event? IEM Katowice 2020. Yes, it... Summit isn't top tier. Everyone just goes and plays ping pong and eats fast food all the time. I've ESL Pro League Season 11 Europe or CS Summit 5. I'm going to when I went to the office, I didn't see a CS Summit trophy, and they didn't win Katowice the 2020. The process of elimination here, I don't mind it. Because Navi won it against G2 in the final. Yes, he's going to sweep it. Or is it, he going to choke I think on he the is. last frag? If, unless he downs himself. I've gone, I've gone Pro League. Yeah, you've nailed it. They won that Pro League season. Really? Yep. They were just knifing people and shit. This is where we first went online. They were just like having so much fun. This is That was really? the last time Fnatic was good. Before you joined, well, it was basically. COVID ruined them, right? Because they were like number one, number two, number three, like always. And then, Immediately like, online, happened, they were good. And yeah. they were just like, yeah, something bad happened. They lost steam. All right. Well, clean sweep from Smoo here, five from five. And uh, we've got our winner. Uh, we have, I'm going to have go to go for it. Go for it. says Yes. Following since the 5th of the 10th, 2020. Nev- yes. Nevin de Langster. This is a very difficult one. N E T. Ah, fuck. My eyes are getting bad, boys. N E T H E N, capital D E, capital L A N G S T E. Spelling B master. There we go. We got it. it. But he's he's the winner. So congratulations. We'll reach out. You'll get your skin. And uh, yeah, you can thank Smooth for that one. That's my first. Guys, it only took six attempts to get five out of five, but it was also very easy questions. So there you go. You know, difficult it. questions, but you got them. So, oh, yeah, those the questions were with Robin in there. But that what was about, hard. But what team did, uh, mm, what was Salamander's roster in 2018? Who the fuck <laughs> is Yes, but yeah, it's a team that just came to my head. Dead Fargards, uh, Gabeson, no, Hungarian. It, it's, it's, yeah, that one, Hungarian. It's like Fleeve and that thing. All right, let's do this. Roll the bumper. Let's get into the recent news, Lucas. The ExtraFi M42 RGB, what a fun mouse with five colorways, lightweight frame and just 59 grams with a swappable backplate to suit your grip style, the sensor, the easy core, the smooth skates and driverless control for RGB and DPI is why you should check out the M42 RGB down below. I'm in the house and sector clear, but there is the window. Hate this badge. I'll take the fire through the pillar, whatever. Play with Parry Match. Parry Match, your esports teammate. Win the game. 
Buy and sell your skins now. Easy, fast and safe. The best skin site. Credit card deposits and withdrawals. Instant cash out methods. Get the best deals. Quick, simple, reliable. Bitskins.com The nice thing about displays is they're super high quality and very easy to hang up. All you have to do is mount the magnet they provide you, then just stick the poster on the wall. Every art piece they offer is super collectible and looks great no matter where you place it in your house or room. Another wonderful thing about Display is they also look after the environment. Every poster someone buys, Display will plant one tree. They've already planted over 14 million trees and they're still planting. So you're not just getting an awesome poster, you're also helping the environment. All right, we're back and we're going to get stuck into some recent news. So thank you for uh, bearing with the adverts here. Now, first and foremost, I like to do these. Is it like an amendment that they do a newspaper striker or is it an addendum? Which, which one is it? Where uh, they come back? They fix I don't them. know what you mean. Well, when, when you fix, fix something, them. when the article, when you write that like Joe Rogan's taking horse dewormer and then you you CNN and you have to go back and say that ivermectin. Anyway, before I get too political I guess, here. Um, I, don't, I don't know what that's called. Actually. <laughs> like, down, yeah. We're not, we're not a newspaper. We don't work that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, Someone find the term and, and let me know. But uh, so basically, last week we were talking about Ropsy Boy and uh, the tweets that were made cool. during uh, the event to do with aimbots and not being allowed. Now, I went and I got the scoop. And I uh, first of all, I want to say I appreciate Rop sending me a message um, to, to give his side of the story. And I would love if any players at any point when we're talking about you on this show or also if you want to get us information for us to talk about on this show, you can message me or the boys at any point. And if you want your name to be used, we can even talk about it from that perspective. Because the more information you give us, the more accurate we can be with what we talk about. And the better it is for literally everybody. Don't so if players are listening, if, to it. it doesn't all have to be bad stuff, right? I some of it should. like some of it could be like the org comes out and they said that such and such player was doing this, that, and the other. And if they wanted to come to us and say like off the books, like, oh yeah, I, I just, you know, like you said, like Poison's Power went out. Like obviously it was a joke, but somebody wanted to come and say that to like, just so we have the information to go off. So if people want to reach out and let us know, and if we have an opinion that's a little bit off or whatever, just send us a message because we want to get it clear for everybody. We don't want to be spreading false news. It was Sergio, by the way, before we start spreading false news. It was when, it was when he had a problem with his eye before we start spreading anything false. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we got that covered off. So I, I wanted to do this with Rob because Rob sent me a message and basically long story short about this, he was just saying that, um, that the alternatives for warming up and stuff were, were not good, which... Uh, I, I understand. I spoke to JKS about how it was at IEM Fall, and uh, I, I, he said the similar things. He said it wasn't it wasn't great. Um, and I, I just want to kind of bring this one full circle. So by Rob's making the the tweet that he made, it actually got things changed. And I think the CSGO hub got added for you guys to be able to warm up with, yeah, which is better one. than, yeah. So the, the fact that that got changed is good. But just so everybody understands, because I reached out to all of the parties involved in this being an issue to to understand completely what's going on. So first and foremost, Rob's doing it. We called him out for for this, you know, in terms of using social media that way. And if you went to the people, you might be able to get it fixed quicker. Well, by doing what he did, he actually got it fixed for everybody. But that's so, a lie. That's what you just said. It's for sure easy to tweet. With ESL, it is. You just tweet directly. It's fixed within like one hour. But yeah, but, th but that right there, unfortunately, shouldn't be that. Like it should be that you should just be able to go to ESL, talk to them reasonably, and it changes. Now, the reason that this one here, it wasn't that way. Um, is because ESL were operating under information <laughs> they had from the last major that they ran, which was yeah. Katowice 2019. Uh, which was the same rules were in place for Star Ladder of 2019 as well, that major, where uh, maps from the workshop 
from Valve. This is a Valve thing. We're not allowed because of, of potential security threats of people being able to get shit injected and yeah. then go and cheat like little scumbags, right? That was amended for uh, PGL this year in Stockholm. However, that information is only given to PGL. That information isn't given to Blast. It's not given to ESL. It's not given to everybody. It's not put on a public record. So ESL or whoever aren't just going to take a player's word, right? That, hey, yeah, they said they let us use aimbot, so it's fine now. What they're doing is, last time Daddy told us this was the rules. So I believe that ESL reached out to, to Volvo um, to, to get the correct answers on this. Um, I, I reached out to the authority as well to ask the question. And uh, the the answer that uh, was given was that they've they've changed that um, on on the tournament PCs now uh, they allow I want to make sure I get the wording correctly here scrolling sorry everybody sorry everybody uh, look good right now Jeff make at Stockholm we relaxed this restriction to allow for workshop maps that had subscriptions in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, so you can't so download like random maps that you just made with your with your boys, but like anything that is like popular has widely used, forty-five yeah. billion downloads. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, it's the like I think Rob's used the terminology with me. That's like the unofficial warm-up map for CS:GO, right? Like, yeah. um, but but there you go. So now we've got the we've got the answers, and I've also heard some good news that now potentially in the future, right? Because it would be good if everybody was notified of these things so everybody could function by Valve's rules. Maybe, just maybe in the future, I've heard some murmurs, I've heard some rumors that they might be doing announcements around that so people can keep up and keep their rule books up to date so this shit doesn't happen in the future. So it's a misunderstanding from a lot of different parties. And if something good comes out of this, then Rob's making the tweet and this being a whole kerfuffle and emails being sent and back and forth conversations, it's a positive thing. So it's a bit it's a bit shitty that it happened in the first place. Sorry to Rops for calling him out. You ended up saving a lot of problems here and actually ended things in a positive way, if what I've heard is true. So there you go. I wanted to get that out of the way. Wanted to get that one done. It was the same though with the notes too. That I, I don't know about so. the notes. You know more about the notes shit? I have no idea about yeah, that. Dude. That sounded insane. Because when I was playing against Ents in a fucking 1v1, an admin comes and gives me my notes and drops it on my fucking mouse pad on my hand when I'm shooting at the guy in a 1v1. What? And I said, I looked at him and I said, if you lost your fucking mind, like, what the fuck? If I lost that round, I would have gone crazy. Because basically, they said, no notes on the table, no notes. So the first day we play Gambit, I have my note here, which is fine at every event. And admin comes from behind me, I just feel a hand come from, like, underneath and take my note. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, he's like, no notes on the table. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Why? The next day, they say it has to look tidy. The notes have to look tidy if they're going to be on the desk. I said, what the fuck does that... What, do you want me to ride with a fucking quill or something? Like, what the <laughs> fuck What is that? What is that? I don't understand uh, that and, and I was like, this is fucking crazy because if Saracen didn't tweet that we're not allowed notes, like, this is bullshit, they wouldn't have changed it. They would have said no notes. But then the, the new ruling was it has to be tidy. I was like, let me fucking color coordinate which fucking bomb site they're playing on and bullshit like that so it fits your fucking needs. Like, if I need a piece of paper that says they like to go A, let me have my piece of paper. Like, it was fucking crazy. But when the guy gave me my fucking notes on my hand in a 1v1, I nearly fucking exploded. I, if that I, loved, I don't understand. That, it was against I don't, Dotto I don't one pass, and I killed him when he peaked me bank. Second round, it was 1-0 to them and we forced board. If I died, I swear to God, and I got fined. I, I don't understand where that... So, so, I just picked my desk up and gone fucking nuts. That seems crazy. I'm trying honestly. to reverse logic to understand, right? But they didn't know we were playing, but even then it's like, 
That's even you, worse. You don't come and drop the fucking thing on no, my head, you know? of course like, not. It was, but, it was impossible. But I mean, even like the, the rule in the first place, like, I don't understand. The tidy? The like, tidy if it's just notes. because Mate, of like how it looks on the stream, wallet. that seems... We used to use our wallet as a fucking mouse bungee back in the day. Yeah, like, when the admin was like, listen, we'll allow notes. I was like, oh, that's cool. Nice. And he went, but they've got to be tidy. I went, can you show me what a tidy note looks like? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose what they're talking about with that is, right, like, they want... No idea. This, you don't, don't have, like, thing. like, 10 papers, like, spread around. Like, yeah, 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 but it's but, still, like, a bit crazy to have that, because, like, I saw Simple playing, and he had, like, one here, one here... Yeah. Like one under his armpit, and he was just like fucking checking the mid round and shit. I'm like, it didn't look tidy at all. It looked cool though, because you can see that people are trying really hard, you know? Yeah, I don't see how notes, like, how is notes? Like, okay, well, this one here, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to try and get to the bottom of this note situation but from, Alex said from something their perspective. No, you see what Alex said? He was talking about getting spoken to during freeze time. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, that, that was so funny when it happened. Alex was so silly. He turned around like, hey, you fucking lost your mind. That like, is crazy, to be honest. It like, is crazy. You but... should not be meddling with the, the this match is, at all. This is, in, this is really confusing to me because mental, like, they got Mihao, right? And Mihao, like runs a tight ship. I don't, I don't see him though. I don't, I don't know. He, if, uh, he doesn't always have do every event I from you. Person. person I don't know what I can and can't say right now, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it because it's. A, I don't want to talk about someone else's privacy, so I, I won't. Um. So, uh, but I, I'll try and get some kind of a comment from him. Um. You can't, but some, I will. <laughs> no, because like I, I, I would, I would like to. I'd like to know. I'd like to know the it reason. seems. Yeah, it seems crazy. so stupid. Like honestly, why, like. Apart from that, the event was insane. Like it was really good. But this this note on my hand and the tidy notes and the I've been talking from freestyle was a bit mental. Like apart from that, everything was fine. This, this is this is all I can understand, right? Is that say like somebody from the product or the TV team? So people need to understand that like ESL is a company that's scaled to such a size that there's different department heads and different bullshit and everything, right? Like whereas all these other TOs are much smaller and they're much more nimble. That's why ESL is quite rigid and unable to change things because the literal scale of the company and going through Joe blogs and his fucking six merry men to get something yeah. done. Yeah, if it takes note, the goes to a note. Yeah. yeah. It's but that note needs to be tidy. Let's just, just be clear. Yeah, it has to be very no tidy. No untidy notes. But like I'm, I don't think this is. I don't think this is a good. Like I don't think this is good by any means. But like for example, if the TV slash product people were like, we don't want it to look like it's you know a twelve year old's kid yeah, bedroom, yeah. right? And then that ends up down the line to the people of League Ops who are told tell these players that it has to be like this, right? It's still it's still dumb as fuck. Like that's that's stupid. Unless they okay, you guys don't have phones with you, you don't have any of that shit with you. Like if notes on a table. Notes like this is we're starting to get a bit ridiculous. Like the same thing yeah. with the major, right? With um, with uh, um, tweeted someone, right? Wasn't Katie a bit, tweet... wasn't bit not allowed his little fucking oh, yeah, the, the plushie or something. Yeah, yeah. gold plushie. Like oh, the really? yeah, I mean like plushies, plushies on land are kind of a classic thing, and in esports, I feel like you know we had the the shark for Vegas Quadrant. Can I, can we had I just, all of I these just, different things. I just want to get I mad at someone in chat. Give me a second, boys. I'm getting no, mad at someone don't in do chat. It. Don't do it. It just it just fucking tilting me, prof. Oh, it's God, tilting oh, me God. for a second right now. Do it. Do it. Fucking unleash. It's get tilting it, me it. for a second, prof. Indie Rockstar. Are you listening <laughs> you to what I'm about? saying? Are you listening to what I'm saying? You listening <laughs> to what I'm saying? I just said that it's dumb as fuck and it's stupid and they should be able to have their notes, right? Did I not just say that, boys? Just for reference of the three other people I'm talking to, did I just say it's fucking stupid? Because I'm pretty sure I just said it's fucking stupid. So then for you to come out, Mr. Indie Rockstar, and say, why does someone always defend them? Do you mean, why do I give a perspective that I have that you don't have? 
on why something may have been away, something can be bad for a reason, right? I don't agree with that. I already said it was bad. I'm trying to give you a perspective on why the fuck we got there. Do you want to use your brain for a second? Because I'm going to have a fucking meltdown. I think it happened. Right, He's on the window. Fuck. Don't go heaven. Uh, <laughs> can people try and use critical thinking for a second? Because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to offer up, offer up multiple perspectives. This is unfair what you're doing shit. right now. Because you're a smart boy. This is called the obvious theory. Something that's obvious to you may Fuck. not be obvious to someone else. And you're getting angry because it seems easy to you, but it's not easy for him to understand. So chat off. Relax. Uh, but it's I'm giving him that perspective. But he hasn't got your IQ. That's Plus. why I'm here, to give my perspective. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes, sometimes people miss that. Ah, uh, busy staring cunts, at the prof's eyes. Holy shit, not the C word, man. Mate, I can no, use that word whenever. I'm one of the last people with the pass on that yeah. one. All right, uh, where are Australians we at? Australians just don't, don't play by the same rules when it comes to YouTube isn't general. a big fan, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> based on our ad revenue, there's a lot of uh, yellow like exclamation points and things going on there. That's oh, like, thanks. please, please uh, check this out again. It was all, it was all good, please, Mr. Oh. Google. Mr. <laughs> Google. I haven't had one of those in a while. Very big profanity used. I haven't had one of those in a while. Honestly, let's go again. Indy Fox, say it again. <laughs> Indy yeah. Fox, mate, Why you've been watching too much chat? streaming. You've been watching way too much. Too much of fucking Boba TV for Smooth here. He knows all about Indy Fox. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So was that his name? No, Indy Rock, Indie Rocks or something. Uh, who's that? Who did I just say? Indy Fox is a is a is a uh, female streamer. Oh, uh, I, I think I have tier three sub there actually. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh dear. Okay. Uh, Are you gonna talk about anything? Uh, yeah, let's talk about something. related. So is Rob's going to G two or is he going to phase? Does anybody know? I know, but I can't say. All right, tell us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But like, I mean, it, but you can't say. But if you were in his stop, position, stop, 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 stop. if I was in his position and had some ideas of like how he thinks, what would you? What would the decision be? <laughs> I mean, like, if it was me and I'm Rops and I'm the absolute insane talent that he is, I would just take where the biggest bag is. Because, like, both teams, I don't know. Realistically, if you want to win, you have to go to G2, right? Because no offense to face, but they're not, like, built to, like, win big events yet. But G2 are. But is there enough space if you go to G2 and Monacy joins at the same time? That's a bit of a problem for sure. And there's, I mean, I know sure as hell Nico's not throwing a flashbang for someone. And I know sure as hell, Hunter also needs his space. Monacy needs his space. Rob's for sure needs his space. But then they would have to keep... Wait, who are the fucks on the team? Is Nexo Jack, like, Jack Nexo there Jack's next the harmonic. Well, there was the rumor about Lexi B as well, right? So there could have been... There's like three variations. There's like one where Jess Monacy comes in and one of the two oh, yeah, Frenchies goes. Oh, yeah, I saw from Pimp, right? He put all the Russes. Yeah, I like think this the, has come yeah. from Overdrive as well. The 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 guy in the Ruski. Uh, yeah, that guy's got leaks for days, man. Yeah, fucking whoever. There's a sieve out there. So And then there was go? the other one where it was going to be potentially Monacy and Rops. And then the other one is like Monacy, Rops, and Lexi B, I think. I mean... Realistically, you would go to T2, right? But I mean, he has history with Carrigan, so maybe he likes playing with Carrigan and he wants to work with like the pieces they have. Because maybe if they're like, it, realistically, they're like one one piece away from being really good, right? They have yeah. like a super sick opera in Brookie, Twist is Twist, uh, Rain's Rain. Like if Rain decides to play the game, then he can be with like one of the best players in the world. If not, he's just like a top 40 player instead of like a top 10. Like he's always insane. And like everyone knows that Olaf is like the weak link right now. 
but it's like, yeah, I think if you used to swap props with Olaf, then I think it could be like a really good team, you know? Yeah, I um, think I think the the problem is essentially both like the same in both teams, except I think it's smaller in phase in terms of like there not being as many clashes as there would be in. G2. There'll be way less clashes like, in phase. I think. Yeah, like, yeah G2 sure. there's going to be some issues. Because like it's much more. It's it seems like much more of a one to one replacement for Olaf than for anybody on G2. You know, at the yeah. at the moment, like it would be so difficult to to make it all work with between Nico Hunter and and Rob. So I think it's also because if Monacy comes, it's like if you're gonna take a player, like if Monacy joins. It's almost confirmed what? at this point, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean but that's that's just happening. Like there's there's been so much on that that I feel like it couldn't be any less, any more confirmed without it actually being confirmed. So like the worst thing you could do if you're G two, take Monacy, and then not let him play how he wants to play at tier one. Like if you take a player that's only played like academy leagues and has literally yeah. walked on water, and it's been his way mostly his teams like. You have to give him eighty percent of the freedom, and with Rops <laughs> on the Nico, there's not enough fucking space for all four of those bad boys, you know. So it would be. I'm scared if he goes to G two that he doesn't get like the like he doesn't have time to grow. And I'm not saying they yeah. should give like a six month trial period where it's like, you know, because he want results fast. That's why they're buying an insane opera. Like it makes sense, but. It still has to be some giveaway to be like he's not going to be what you need instantly because he's never done it before. You can't expect that, you know. I'm a little bit worried though, like in terms of the direction of the team, because right now you're theory crafting what I think a lot of us think, right? Like there's probably too, there'd be too much. There wouldn't be enough of the pie to go around. But who's has the vision of G two, right? Like that's the question for me. Like Prof, who's Swanee is an analyst now doing the coaching role, but is this like a long term? Is he he wouldn't be the man with the plan? This is where it's now like a no. player based plan, right? Or is it like Nico talking with Osola? Like, what do, what do we think's going on here? Definitely not Swanee. Even from the interview that we had from Nico today, he said like he is an analyst. He's doing like some things that the coach would do usually, but he's not even in the games that they're playing. He's not going to be the guy that's going to say you need to do this right now, right? It's just standing behind them. He's yeah, like he's helping out, preparing, you know, anti shredding stuff like that. So. Kind of what he did usually, but a bit more. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's going to be like him moving up to a co main coach role or anything yeah. like that. So, yeah, that is the, the, the issue that we talked about a couple of episodes uh, before is that they remove the coach and okay, you can think what you want about that. Maybe it was a good, good thing, maybe not. But if you're changing stuff in the future, you definitely need, you should be talking to a coach who's going to be coaching that team who has the vision of how these pieces are going to come together and it's not always a super simple thing and especially when you're buying out someone new and you're adding two or three new pieces things can you know really even if you have a very experienced coach he's not going to nail it every time right in terms of the balance of, of all of the pieces so feels for me uh that that, that is an issue in g2 especially this roster, like Alexi B, Rops, Hunter, Nico, and Monacy, I feel like that is something that people write on paper, but it can't work. It's phase 2.0, right? Even like... Alexi B is a player, like as an in-game leader, likes to play some of the star roles and likes to... And he micromanages. Likes and, and that, and he likes to be like aggressive, aggressive, but also lurky. So, which is the description of all of these players, except for all <laughs> just like, just lurky, right? All of them are like like to lurk, like to make plays as well. And then you have an opera on top of that. I feel like that is a fucking nightmare. God bless if yeah. if if Alexi V can pull that off, amazing. 
but on based on what <clears throat> we know and based on the roles that people have played, I think that is a stretch in terms of working together. So yeah, in terms of who is running the ship, Carlos, maybe some other people on G2, Niak as the general manager of That's the CSD. That's about Jerome. So he's there. He knows a lot about CS. He's been along around a long time. So it's not like he's um, Giga Noob or something or just some of these well, guys. That's, yeah, he's not, you know, so. he comes yeah. from CS. He's not like a pencil pusher, come from a different game, managing yeah. a team. You know, some of these people that have taken these positions Those in the past. But but it's still, it's it's difficult. I feel like it's, it's difficult to find the, the right balance, especially when just even just Monacy, you have no idea how that's going to work. And then everything else is up in the air. Here's the, here's the issue I have is the expectation of this from people at home can't be, oh, they're going to add these pieces and they're still going to be as good as what they are right now. They're the team, right? Other than IEM Winter, which we're going to talk about where they had Kenny standing in, they've consistently been in the land grand finals with the roster they have right now. Like we know with yes. Monacy, like we, know what the, <laughs> we know what they're doing. We know that they're trying to find an upgrade to, to be able to beat Na'Vi, right? But it's not going to go, oh, let's just add this kid who is 16 and has only played tier two, tier three, well, academy-level Counter-Strike, right? Academy-level Counter-Strike. It's going to come on in and what, immediately make everything better. We can't, we can't operate like under that assumption by any means. Like Maybe within six months, he could. How much of a buffer does having somebody like Nico there mean? The team already kind of operates without an AWPA now as it is, but is that going to hurt them more because they won't want to give him all the space that you're saying that he needs, Smoo, and that might mean they might operate as they do right now with a more a utility-style AWPA, which could be a problem for somebody who is going to need as much room as this kid. But there has to be a clear vision for it because otherwise it is a waste of money. It has to be, we need to nurture this guy as the future to be our pair with Nico so we have our wombo yeah. combo of those two. If it's short-sighted and it's let's retain our current level of results, the poor kid's going to get cucked and that's going to be the worst way for him to start his career. So I, I, I don't know. Like, I just hope there's somebody there with a clear vision to help help the team go as opposed to we need trophies now. It's well, maybe this first major coming up in 2022, you're not going to win, but you aim for the second major of 2022 to try and win with him, right? Like that, that's where this stuff is important because like you were saying, when you come into teams and you say, yeah, we're sick, you know, we have all these good players, we're going to be a top 10 team consistently. It's the same thing for them. They can't come in and go, we're going to make every land grand final now. Yeah. When they, like they have to set their expectations quite clearly. So that's that's where my biggest worry is. Who's, who's but like we just said, Jerome's there. So maybe, maybe he's already done yeah. that. Maybe they've already done that. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about the thing that you mentioned uh, about, you know, putting so much pressure on winning trophies. And this is a thing for, for G2. They haven't won a trophy in so long. Uh, any trophy, let alone like a big trophy for, for G2 and CS. So there is always going to be that pressure. And especially because G2 is G2 and how they operate and they want to be, you know, the, the best in everything they do. Uh, but yeah, some other organization, which I won't name, which I talk to some people behind the scenes that are making moves their approach isn't like we need to win tournaments now we're making ambitious moves but we have a cycle of you know two years in which we need results and it's not maybe these results don't happen in the first six months maybe they happen in the last six months right but we have mm -hmm. to get to that to before we change our vision and I, I understand from g2's point of view why they would want to make drastic changes right now because you know this project hasn't hasn't delivered right and we from this we know nico and hunter are really good we'll keep them and then everyone else is everything else is up for grabs we can we can chop and change but yeah it's sorry don't don't worry i know okay. you hear the ding and keep going prof keep going 
They're okay. having a sidebar right now. I'm. I, we're still here. The dings are going on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even. I don't even think it's that that much of a a secret of what organization he's talking about. I thought it was someone um, else. So. Actually, no. Neither of those. But okay. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, what, uh, my point is that it could be quite difficult for for G2. It's a very ambitious move, and it's a very G2 move, so I can very understand. Very Carlos move. It, it <laughs> makes sense from, from their point of view, right? It's it's in their DNA to make a move like this. So I can get behind it, but it's very it's more risky than people try to make it sound, I feel like. So the, the Monacy decision, I think we can all get on board with that. The ROPS decision, I feel like from what Smooth has said so far and from the conversations we've had before, Striker, that we don't think that's a good move. Do you think FaZe is better suited for ROPS overall? Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I think the clashes are much less obvious in FaZe. I I do, I am a little bit worried, and I was gonna actually going to allude to that when I was saying that they there's, like, the same problem with both teams to a degree that, like, Olaf was also kind of like a space maker a lot of the time, and Kurgan has been pretty vocal about like Olaf's role in the team being really important and him being kind of like the glue man and just making sure that if if there is a clash like Olaf is he there to solve it he's just going to say okay then I'll, I'll just play this uh, and I don't know I'm not going to care and I'm not sure Robs is that kind of a person like he, he's the god he's the guy you want to create space for rather than the other way around right so I think both teams have offered the same problems but there's much more of an obvious match between how Olaf is used and how Robs would have been but used if he they- was in that team it's not like Carrigan doesn't have enough tools other than that, right? Like, I think that yeah, when course. you consider the pack, obviously, Brokey, Carrigan, and Rain should be the pack in a lot of that. You could even include twists in some of the that, right? I don't think they need... They don't need any more round openers. They just need more consistent round openers. Because Rain will have a series where he just gets every single entry kill, and then he'll have a series where he loses every single entry duel. And then, you know, Carrigan, when he's feeling the game, he'll find all that space, find all those openings. Then when he's not feeling the game, he won't, right? So... They just need a bit more consistency coming out of, of that department. And then I think Rops probably has the buffer he needs, I would assume. The difference is also, for me, between FaZe and G2. And, and the, what G2 needs is an opera, and we think they got an opera, but we don't know how good he'll be on Tier 1. And they need an IGL, potentially, or they can continue with Nexa, but that is obviously up in the air. And FaZe has those two things, right? And finding an entry player, I feel like, is easier than finding an IGL or an Opper. I mean, they have uh, entry players, though, right? In yeah, but like I feel like it would be... Rain Kerrigan, right? But if, if, it, if it is like... No, but... Twistar, second. Well, it's more like Kerrigan and Twist in my eyes, but like... Yeah. But to think about certain maps, though, for example, Mirage, Rain is the guy closest to connect to every single round on the T side. Hmm. Right, like it, it maybe it's even a bit more like maybe Carrigan runs it a bit more map dependent. But when Carrigan's really feeling the game, his calls set not to set himself up, but he takes space, right? And I, like twists, okay, you think about him the rounds where he walks inside on nuke with an AK and blasts everybody's head off. It's all different types of Counter Strike in what we're thinking about how they're entering, right? Yeah. So, I but I I agree with the sentiment here that we have. Um, oh, for sure. But I I think that this one here and and it. it the conversation is we're kind of all just like talking about Olaf like he's already gone, which to one of the one of the greats is a little bit disrespectful in a way. But at the same time, him returning when he came back was framed, at least in my understanding, that he was this always only felt temporary. Yeah, part time. Yeah. 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 Even when we had Kerrigan on the show, he was like the way that he was talking about Olaf seemed like well, it's kind of up to Olaf if he wants to play or not. And it's just like always up in the air, you know, about like where they are with him. So it's pretty clear. That is kind of transitional, at least to a degree. 
like of course they had there was that interview at one point i think from twice that that Olaf, Olaf was supposed to be like a a long-term addition and i mean at this point he is already a long-term addition he's been back for like half a year now or whatever yeah. so it's not like he's just been there for for a short stint again but you know it's just always when they talk about Olaf and always when they talk about that future with him it's kind of it's pretty obvious that there's there could be changes if you know if either Olaf decided he doesn't want to play as much anymore or whatever it was you know yeah all right. Well, I think we, we probably we always talk about G two and and phase every week. So maybe next time we talk about him, we'll have some actual news. Uh, yeah, but I mean, let's... one thing that did uh, for people who didn't read the interview with Nico, it came out just before the show. So um, if you want to go and read that, but like one thing that he did say was that um, even with the coaching change, he said something like by the end of the year he he expects everything to be announced. So at least within the next say two weeks, maybe three weeks, early next year. We should have news on on the G two front and where they they're going to go with that. Both okay. the coaching, both it's I guess modesty, hard, like to even talk about it, right? Because we're trying to like like hypothesize like fucking four different rosters in the outcome. Yeah. Like if, if you just said to me, okay, Rops is not joining, Modesty is okay. Yeah. Now we can discuss. Okay, they don't need entries because they have Jacks still. They have blah, blah, blah. but when you try to fucking put like three puzzles together, like it's oh, it's just like he says, she says, it's impossible. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, let's focus in a little bit on the Brazilian stuff. I want to continue my favorite story. Uh, now, I want to preface this before people seem to think that I hate on Henny. Uh, I think that Henny is a very good player. I think when he was in Furia, he was fantastic. And I think Up Furia would have... Yes, indeed. And I think that Furia could have gone an extremely long way if he stayed with them. However, let's make this clear because I'm seeing some pundits tweeting today about tweeting at Furia and tweeting to build a team around Henny. Do you guys know why Henny isn't part of Fury anymore? Because he decided to go play shit-tier Counter-Strike with his brother. Right there, yeah. He chose to do that. He has self-sabotaged his career now in multiple points. So now that he says he's a free agent, let's not all go, oh, Henny's back. Yeah, cool. Let's get him in a team. There's a clear reason that he isn't where he is anymore, and that's by his own choice. Do I think he's a great player and he could be a great contribution? Yes, but there's clearly an issue here. There's clearly a big issue. And it's that he, for whatever reason, doesn't want to stay in any of these projects he's in, even though they're better than going and playing Counter-Strike with his brother. I, he, we've seen that now. Like, how many more chances is this guy going to get, Prof? Tell me just if I'm tinfoil hatting right now, but Kenny tweeted that he's a free agent. Lucas did not tweet that he's a free agent. They were in the same team. Right. Benched also benched time. at the same time, signed at the same time. Signed at the same time. I mean, it could just be that that, that he's going to tweet it in two hours and we're going to have to release it on the news, but like, that's Maybe. entirely possible. That's I, tried I don't know if they were signed at the same time, the... though, because it wasn't... No, I think it was, more or less. Yeah, because they didn't have an work for a long time. And yeah, yeah. it makes sense that they were all signed. So is maybe there's an indication that, you know, Lucas... Uh, not that you know hot prospect on the on the market so he's gonna stay locked in into his uh, zero zero nation contract and get money from there until there's more interest because you know if there is not a lot of interest better to sit on the bench and collect salary and uh, henny is like someone's gonna offer me uh, a spot so i'll just walk um do you think that that's a possibility i don't know who's gonna offer him a spot yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of Brazilian teams, right? There's a lot of Brazilian if, teams. If if Saf Saf safe goes safe. to Furia, then he can just replace him, right? I mean, there's also on pain. There's also a possibility, like in Godsend, because they've always had that problem with operas, right? Not a problem necessarily. They've never really explained it that way. They're kind of happy to have it this way, but obviously they don't have a dedicated opera. They just have four people 
switching so around with it, right? So maybe Gotland would be. Yeah, I mean, five. Like, I tried to do. prep for them. Holy fuck! I watched. I was super tired, and I watched like four overpass demos, and then the fourth one, and I realized I had no Triton for four different overpass. Yep. I was like, so what the fuck happens now? So I just played the game, threw all the notes out the window. I said, fuck it, whoever's open's open. Like, you, you cannot prep for them. One round, Phelps is rushing Connector Mirage with AWP. Next round, Tackles be apps with it. Like, ah, it's fucking full crazy. But they should yeah. probably take a full-time AWP. It would probably make them, like, more consistent. I think, I, I think we're theorycrafting right now as well that where he could go into an established team. I would, I would like to sit here and think about with the pieces available what they could make, though, right? Like, there's some good players who are not all necessarily Brazilian, but South American, right? Malbs. And let's get a Malbs and a Henny going. Well, Malbs, Henny, Coldzera, Vinny. Let's get, a, let's get a Vinny in there. Let's get a Coldzera in there. Let's no, no, no. Zoom as not? the coach. But why not? Because he, pieces. Henny is literally like, I'm not one to judge a one for making bad career decisions. Oh, it's definitely okay? a bad career. <laughs> He's in my top three of all time worst career That's decisions. That's fine. But you can't punish someone who was insane for five years. Like, he is super, super, super decorated as a player. Like, people forget how good that guy is. And, like, if he wants to be insane, he can be. And I don't think he should get punished for wanting to play with his brother. Like, maybe he thought, I've done what I want to do, you know? Final of a major, won all these events, had the success with Furia. I just want to relax and play with my brother. Then he realized, holy shit, that wasn't a good decision. I want to play good CS again. I don't think he should be held back, like... I think he should just run Fury again, if I'm honest, and yeah, just but, like let, I mean, let him go crazy want him, again. Would you take would Would you take him back, Smear, if you were in Fury's position? Yes, for sure. Like, you're not thinking about this from a business perspective. Like, you're all. scared he's gonna leave again, right? You're scared mm. you're gonna take him, pay him yeah. and he might just fuck off and leave for his brother again. Yes, that like, I think he's worth the gamble. Because you know what, what I would do? The only way I would do that is I would have a contract where I lock him away for the rest of his life. If I mean, he leaves, also he's fine. never playing professional Counter-Strike for anybody else ever again. That I would mean, be in the contract. You're fucked forever. I'll pay you a thousand euro bench salary for the rest of your life, but you're yeah, never you leaving. You should do it like that. You should do like you have a good thing, but your bench salary is fucked. I mean, there's no way of the contract. Then then it's like a two-year deal. Then it's fine, I think. Because he's insane. Like, actually insane. Um, and I think, like, for sure he should be playing tier one. Like, top, top, top tier one. I thought Fury was sick when he was in that team. Like, for me, they, that, like, it all made sense. Because, like, he... And the amount of clutches this guy would win with the orb, like, late. It was like, what the fuck? It didn't make it any sense. Insane. But it was great. It was great to watch. Um, okay. Uh, Henny to we? G2. Henny to G2. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. That's, a, that's just a very theoretical experience at this point, isn't it? <laughs> No, no, people are just spamming that. Uh... I heard something, guys, with G2, but I guess it's not a... Yeah, I can. I heard that... Uh, <laughs> I can say it, I can say it. Because it, apparently Monus is kind of a done deal, but I heard from a little birdie, Ooh. one say who, that G2 was targeting a Swedish Danish player, and it would have broke the bank if they bought him. But Did maybe I? that's... I can't say names. Well, that's who we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about. But I heard that that could be an option. But I'm guessing it's not because you guys say Monacy is kind of like sealed up. But yeah. I heard that that was uh, their first plan. Can you imagine Debbie on G2? That would, you wouldn't have to worry about if that guy had his space or not. That guy would be fucked. That would be insane if that happened. But. We have one scene instead who's better than device, so we uh we go from there. You wanna make sure you want you wanna say anything about that or you wanna leave that there? <laughs> it's definitely not, but yeah. <laughs> all right. I just <laughs> you just because that gets clipped out of context, no, mate. No, no, no. So I made sure I was quick on that one. 
I'll come back next year and let you know. But the vibe okay. is is the good one. Okay. Good. All right. Um, I want to I want to mention as well. Like last week on the show, I think I said like Breeze was in the rumor with like Cirque Breeze, Automatic Stewie, like plus one. Now that Breeze is apparently trialing for Hundred Thieves Valorant, yeah. right? Yeah, and Automatic I think also seems committed as well. Does he? I thought it was the opposite that he wasn't re-signing. Oh no, I, Automatic asked for my config like two weeks ago, so he must be coming back to CS. Oh, do you say he was committed to Counter Strike Proc? Or no, I thought to... I thought Valorant. I thought I read an article where T1 said that they were, and Steel said when he joined T1 that he was going to rebuild the team. I oh, thought that was playing into I, the. I think he tweeted something like, I can't wait to play with this legend when Steel. Yeah, came that's in. what Automatic tweeted. Yeah. But then Steel was like, not the same vibe on this. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just want to make it clear, right? When I talk about these North American rumors, these are the things that you hear like on the grapevine, right? This is like the conversational stuff where it could all change. Like in the conversations for this stuff, I've heard like Daps is their in game leading. I've heard like, you guys saw the, the thing with NAF on the Reddit Daps, yesterday, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like there's so much of this that could go could have gone either way. So like when I say that's the rumor, expect the North American rumors to change literally on an hour by hour it's basis hour, yeah. as they're in <laughs> so each other's crazy. DMs. Like, hey man, do you want to fucking play with me? Like we'll make this fucking sick team. Like that's <laughs> yeah. North America is still doing it. Like Smoo did when he was playing his tier seven counter strike when he was first playing, right? Like that's well, that's how they're play. still doing it. Yeah. It's just referencing I mean, you're the most recent player. Just Relax. to play on that, just to you play know. on that nafting, right? Like because he in that interview he said something like uh, he was in talks with EG, but something fell through, so he kind of like didn't feel up to it. Literally, I had heard that maybe a month ago or so, uh, but that it fell through because it's something something else just didn't happen that <laughs> NAF wanted to happen. And I'm like, it has to be Daps is no longer going to play IG like that team. Like that's no way that Daps is in the conversation for EG anymore if NAF is not going there. Like that was like the obvious connection, right? No, and uh, you're probably you're probably closer than you think, right there, striker. Like, the, I mean, it's the, just like it's so stupid that that's such an obvious conclusion to make, and it's probably true. Yeah, well, that's his mate, right? They've always been, they've always yeah, been exactly. friends, so it wouldn't well, surprise really me. I'm glad, I'm glad that it fell through, even if like, no matter why, I'm glad it fell through. I'm glad that was staying. Whatever, whatever the reason was, I'm glad that was staying. So, good job. Okay, well, it comes at comes like at the uh, expensive daps here, but fair enough. Um, what else we got here? Is there anything else in rumor wise, right? With, with players going anywhere? Uh, not really. Yeah, I guess there are some rumors, but they're not public. That's all. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors. stuff lying around, but like, I have no idea. Like if half of this is true as well. So it's like, it's hard to, to talk about it. I don't want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I say, I am winter. I heard one insane thing from a player on liquid man, from a young Stuart little, there's some fucking mind blowing shit going on with that guy, but yeah. Leave that for another. Is, is it not like nothing been announced about him at all? No, not okay, yet. Then no. nothing's happened with Stuart, and he's got to continue with Liquid. Let's go. Well, we know he's not. No, we, we know, know we he's know he's not leaving. Liquid. Like, we know the... him and Fallen aren't Liquid anymore. We know yeah, that. This is this is they... very very obvious. Like it's it's they, nobody said it like safe. yeah exactly nobody okay, said it out right that he's leaving. Continue with Liquid in 2022, and when it's announced, we can have this conversation. Right. I mean, he's basically like without saying he's leaving, he basically said he's leaving. So it's like it's it could not be more obvious. That, yeah, uh, that guy has some sick plans, man. Yeah. I you know how old Stewie is? 24? He's 23, man. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Seems like it, but oh, yeah. Mind-blowing that is. Yeah. He's one year older than me, and he's made like $500 million from CS, man. It's so sickening. Even Even made, as well, if, if not for the fines, you'd have the same, I feel like. I'd have more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, if we don't have any more rumors, let's jump forward and talk a little bit about Iron Winter Finals. Everyone cool with that? 
Yeah, yeah let's do that. All right, I am winter just concluded over the weekend. Um, did did that sentence, guys, mean I was defending ESL? Just want to check, <laughs> just want to check you know. Judge you are okay? such a little big. Is such a that okay? Dude, such it just chill. pisses me off so How do you much, have what man. you have when you get triggered by people that type you in chat? Pisses me off so Because the thing is, what I do is I put stock in the fact that the people who are human beings on the other side, but then I realize that they're not. They're that's just mashing should... their face into the yeah. keyboard. And that's why I get triggered. I, I give too much credit to other people. I think that's the, the biggest problem. I have too much faith in humanity. Last <laughs> week, on last week's episode, I was like, yes, and it's up to it's up to us to make sure we inform you correctly. So I like turned a new leaf and I was like, all right, I'm going to make sure that I offer multiple perspectives so everybody can understand exactly how we get to these <laughs> stop, points stop of logic. Starting it, starting it, stop. So rather, man. It's my, my second day at home. My second day at home in three like this weeks. Show it shows that so chat mad. cares though like i think that's 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 the positive thing to take away like chat is not... and he doesn't care yeah exactly <laughs> okay uh so uh g2 are actually the most cursed team in the history of counter-strike rosters i don't think that there is another team that has lost games that they should never lose right i just want to point out again i think i mentioned it during the cast with machine that uh back in 2019 was this the Nato Suffix? The CS7 one? Yeah, yeah so it was the Nato Suffix and <laughs> the Regen yeah, in a final. <laughs> I couldn't believe oh, it. Man. And then this one against Fozy, who He's NIP, decent, yeah, he is, but that's really beyond the point, uh, lost to a team who I don't think, I don't, I don't think he'd ever met half of those guys on that team before that day. Like they hadn't done any practice. Like, even if Kenny's standing in and he hadn't played in nine months, the other four players of that team were just in a major grand final. We know that NIP have language issues and they just added a guy to be to take up one of the star roles of Orping. And then they just pugged, right? You could tell with the type of counter-strike they were playing. They just pugged and they somehow got to the grand final and then made all three maps semi-competitive in the grand final. And I want to just say, NIP, that guide you put out for how to pronounce his name was terrible. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like I saw that and I'm like, I'm, I said to the machine, I'm like, Alex, I looked at how to say his name on the VOD. Like I, you'd foe P H O the Vietnamese say, fa. they don't say foe. So first of all, they've already fucked this up. And now I'm sitting there an hour before I have to cast this guy for the first time questioning if I, if I went and watched enough VODs on how to say his name properly. Oh, and now, I've heard, and I've heard LNZ just say Fousey as well. Not like, not Fousey, but Fousey. I was Who's like, I'm. I wanted to do it properly, right? This is the thing. I want to pronounce people's names properly. I'm getting, I'm getting baited in now by Eric from NIP on social media. Classic, oh. classic NIP staff member. But Can't I can't trust them <laughs> with anything. A G two cursed though. What's going on? Like I, I don't um, know what to make of this. Like to be fair, if we're going to be honest about this final of the event, just because of the circumstances around all the teams other than VP, like it was. It, and this, it was just rough. It was just, it was just a rough final. Like they're, they're not all weighted the same. They're definitely not all meant to be weighted the same. But this one here, like if we had like Gambit through and Heroic through and VP through, yeah. okay, could have been a good Fnatic event. as well. Yeah, Fnatic too. No, but, I mean uh, that would have, that would have legitimately been better than if we had both, either of those three teams, man. I mean, if we or sure. maybe not Vitality because they actually choked. But instead of G two or NIP easily, I'd take anybody over those two. So yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it was, it was a rough. It was it was it just was a so rough hard. final. It, it was so even even so hard to bring myself to care about it uh, because just there's there's nothing really on the line for what I mean for either of those teams necessarily because they're they're both just not going to be the same 
next yeah, year, it felt right? Like or, that, right? So it was just felt like it felt like such a weird game again. And I mean, I mean, like if you, I don't know if you were talking about the semis or the the final itself. Doesn't even matter. Like the semi was also really hard to to watch just for for all those reasons. Like it was shit CS in the first place. It was between two teams who were just playing with stand-ins and like nobody really cared enough about that series. And then well, like CS whoever though. goes in the final is going to lose to Vitality. Like we all knew that. Like when <coughs> when we were going into it, so. I liked it because it gave me something new to talk about. Like in the sense, oh, yeah. like call, watching Hampus call, I'm like, this is how you'd call four, four years ago, right? Where you're just blindly executing behind top mid smokes on Inferno every second round, like <laughs> without any without any banana control or information. I'm just like, yep, well, this is how we used to do it when potato brains like me were in game leaders. Like that's what I'm looking at. And I'm going, oh, okay. Like that was the, that was the type of, and I liked it because it meant that Hampus got to do like some of these cool like, little maneuvers and stuff, but it wasn't, it wasn't modern day CS being played by any means. It was like throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks and it actually stuck, right? So <laughs> uh, I, I'm surprised to see the result that we got. Um, I liked the Fozy debut. Like it was interesting to see him play, right? He, he looked pretty good. He, lo he looked like he was having a good time. Um, I think Esetag got to redeem himself a little bit in, in some of the games there as far as his stats were going because people were starting to think he was, he was you know, really struggling. Um, Nico had a great event again, which is which is great. I think the the biggest loser of all of this is probably Kenny, and just because his yeah. performance is amplified by if he had that performance and device was playing, it wouldn't be the same issue. We'd be like, well, G2 had a stand in, you know, NIP, they didn't have a stand in here. But because device wasn't playing, then he it's should, like he should have dominated. What did you do? Huh? No, I said he should have dominated. Oh, uh, that so game. Said should have done what you did. No, Kenny no. should have dominated. Yeah, yeah. When device is playing, you know, like it's it sucks like i spoke to kenny a lot before the event and after um like them during as well like he wants to come back full time you know and as you guys say like the way he played this event kind of hurts his stock more than helps it you know even though they made borders and all this stuff and like if he doesn't show like a good hand if you're an org is want to like take kenny and hope he can go back to what he did when he's just proven that like maybe he's not ready right now like it's quite hard you know so yeah not sure what he's gonna do that's also an issue for operas coming back like he's someone like guardian in the past as well you can't really you know just try an opera and see if it's gonna be okay you want your opera to be good um and putting in someone that you're not sure how he's gonna perform and especially someone like kenny who's not gonna come in easily let's just say that uh it's not something you can just pull off you know willy-nilly you need to be kind of certain that he's going to be Duke he's going to be their pick right he, yeah. he's going to be a star player he's not going to be you know a random random rifle on the team that you can maybe put on b side of mirage if he's not doing that well you really need him to perform all the time yeah it hurts his talk at the same time like i saw some okay rounds saw some bad rounds it, he was exactly what I expected, but maybe not what a lot of people expected, just based on comments on the internet. There was a lot of hype about him. I'm like, yeah. please, guys, this is someone coming back from nine months of a break. That wasn't good when he took that break either. Like, that was his worst point of his career. Valorant, like, the whole time. <laughs> I guess yeah, even blitz, we yes. can't really expect him to, you know, carry this team, especially because this team doesn't even want them for the op to carry them like they have their way of playing which is around hunter nico mainly yeah he's not set up to fly he's not gonna be yeah set up to to do any crazy shit half of the time so it doesn't make sense for the for him to to actually have a sick event anyway it would have yeah. been nice though it would have been just if he just got mvp and stuff man i would have been the happiest little bunny man 
I think the thing is though, if, if if he truly has the the fire now to get back, then that won't be a deterrent because it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit of a kick in the dick. You're not gonna feel good about it, but if anything, that should add more. Fuel this is to good the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If he came back and just like aced it and walked all over it, it'd be like, yeah, maybe this isn't for me, you know? Because one thing I know from speaking to Kenny is that he doesn't like things easy. Like when he was destroying back in the day and he wasn't playing the game and he was just owning everyone. That's what made him like get lazy, you know, and like not really. Yeah. When he struggles and plays bad, like that's when he wants to improve the most. Yeah. Um, who else did we have here to talk about? Like, I the the VP um, one was Pro, the most yeah, disappointing, right, striker? Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, to be fair, like we kind of, I mean, I called the Vitality to win that game just because of what I've seen from Vitality, and I just haven't been sold enough by VP yet. Yet, I just didn't think that they were like an obvious favorite over Vitality. I think that would be a mistake to to consider, especially if you look at how Vitality have played before. It was still Masuda. Yeah, I mean Masuda was a big fucking factor in that first map. Like it was, he they would not have won Mirage without him. There was no way. There was no fucking way that even Vertigo after that. Yeah, but Mirage, Mirage was the bigger one though. Like there was so many situations where where Vitality were down like two v three and just like out of the bomb side, just could not fucking get in. Masuda just pushes up connector from connector. What the fuck was that? Finds three people on a spin, yeah. you know, it's like rounds they should not, should never win. Like it, they shouldn't be winning those rounds. And there was like all at a point where they lose that round, they lose the map. Like it was like four or five different rounds of Masuda just stepped up and put places where where they sh- were supposed to lose that round by any metric. And just Masuda just comes up with a t- double or like a triple solo or just like pushes for for info in middle and just like goes on a flank from pit and just gets like two key kills again. Like there were so many situations that he saved for them. And I think if they lost that Mirage game, that that would, that series would have also looked differently. So, like in general, like Misuda, big play for that because he was a huge, huge factor in that series. B- B- it. Lo- yeah, it's like when you look at a game like that, you have to be like, okay, if they play ten times, how many times does Misuda go plus twenty four and Yukinda go minus four? Yeah. And like, they lost a lot of pit, like low buy like rounds. It's, it's that sixteen game. thirteen, and Misuda had a game that he doesn't have right? often like he's he's getting much fucking better like he's for sure like uh, like very 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 good player but he's not a plus 24 against vp kind of guy you know and like maybe he maybe this is like a new leaf and maybe he's just insane now but like i think if they play five times i would say vp would win free at least like these versions of the russell's like that's just my opinion yeah. i'm uh, sure that there was some sort of a pep talk from vitality to be fair like if you look at how they play they really do play with confidence. Like they really don't care about like pushing certain places like yeah. randomly, and then just like playing off confidence and just they like just making sure that if you peak, <laughs> if you peak, just oh, go truly. go for it, right? Like they clearly had a pep talk where they said, "Well, fuck it, it's our last dance. Just like play our hearts hearts out and and just don't give a yeah. shit. Like go play whatever you want, you know, and stuff like that. Like they're not random completely, but they just have these situations where just Masuda just picks, goes and, and peaks middle, right? And just like nobody, there could be two people waiting for him there and he can't know. There's no information on the map. Yeah. And he's just pushing it and then just like picks the right timing, right? It's so it's also, clear that they wouldn't play like this if the situation wasn't like this for, for Vitality. And they're kind of playing off that well. And it clearly is is doing well for Masuda, at least. It's also like, how often does James go minus six? Like in two maps not uh, he was like yeah. the highest rated player at the event and then like went cold so they played like, a bit different in that in that in that semi scared. yeah there was an element of that there was but i i think like you saw it really come back to bite them against the the low buys when they lost to like that zywood deagle round so i think zywood get four big kills or whatever but just like basic stuff on vertigo for example it's like 
they're scaling to go for like a late A against a, an eco or a low buy with 30 seconds left. It's like if yeah, you don't get past that there. player at short, you're fucked. Like, and they couldn't get past they couldn't get past him. So, um, I think there's a big element of what you're saying there, striker, in terms of the aggressive maneuvers they were doing, and then to build that into what you're saying, smoother of, of them not caring. That's true, but that 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 right there is what is giving them that extra strength, right? That they I have mean, is. It almost came back to bite them in the final, though, a little bit. Every oh, yeah. time Apex called something like off the cuff or a little bit more loosey-goosey, they got punished by NAP, and then the game started to spiral against them, and then I, then they got it back together, and then they they picked it up. But you could see moments where that type of counter-strike did hurt them. Yeah, it, it, I said this on I said this on Twitter. Like I like the most the thing I've been impressed with Vitality is that like they're they're good at not giving a shit. Essentially, like they're good. good at take, they're good at taking <laughs> not giving a shit seriously. You know, it's just that kind of a, a sentiment where they clearly want to win, but they still play like they don't give a shit. You know, that's kind of like what the what the vibe I get from that team, and they somehow is just working for them right now. People that say they don't care, but they still care. No, they they hundred percent care, but, but like, like no, but I mean, they don't look like like, like for example, people say like ah, I feel pressure. You know, I don't give a shit. They still feel pressure. Like they've said they don't give a shit in the hotel lobby. And motherfucker, they don't, they, they don't like respect shit. Like they don't give a fuck. So it's also fun. Like they're just having fun. You see Apex fucking shouting "V for victory" when they win and stuff like this. They weren't, they weren't doing that when they were heading to the next event as a stable roster. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, that, that was that was like a banter reply to to Yakendar, who, who I don't know when the, that, was, a, that was during was a, the major. major. It was during the major when VP beat Vitality. The best yeah, one, right? something like. Uh, for... BP not vital, not vitality, right? So that was like a that's fun banter. That was a banter yeah. back from Apex. Apex was waiting for a month to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, it's also interesting, uh, like Virtus Pro's increased aggression, and then also that interview where James said, like, oh, I don't know, I don't feel like we're doing anything different. Uh, feels like we're doing the same things. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then you see that round early on. I think uh, you were commenting on it, Chad. Uh, T side, um, T side, T side yeah, Mirage. M4, right? Yeah. James has an op, gets like one kill, then swaps to an M4 and jumps yeah. Tetris <laughs> to, to stairs and just fights into connector. Is like, what the fuck is this? This has, it's like, this is not James. And then that, that quote from James is like, no, we're not, we're everything is the same. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, stop gaslighting us. This is obviously not the same. So uh, that could be an adaptation period as well. Uh, for them to maybe implement that that a bit more, and let's be real, like Vitality, the way Vitality played, not a lot of teams are gonna play that style, like that aggressive and disrespectful, especially against VP. But maybe now people are gonna start understanding, like VP, don't wait that much. Maybe we can find these gaps, which usually, if you try to play, play that style against VP, you're just gonna die. You're just gonna give up kills all around the map for for no reason. It's a good, it's a good learning uh, loss for them. I think, like for me, I, I had them as the team to win the tournament, but to lose to Vitality, who ended up winning it, yeah, okay. So they, they learned a lesson or two yeah, right there. Yeah, to win the event. Yeah, yeah. I, I, not a pick. I went outside the box there because. What like, about Fnatic? We're close. Honestly, if we beat Gambit and we make playoffs, we probably still. Don't I think win. you can do but well in that bracket. <laughs> in that bracket, I think you would have do would have done well, or at least who, had a chance. Who would we have played first, VP? Uh, the Gambit played VP, right? Uh-huh. My mind is fucking. I thought they the were quarters, the other. Though. They they were. Yeah, they, yeah. Gambit VP was. Groups. They didn't get past Vitality. It was Gambit Vitality. You would have to have played Vitality. Oh okay. That and then if you'd beaten Vitality, then you would have played against VP. The semis, and then finally yeah. against Snip. Yeah. Yeah. 
Probably not, actually. That would have been hard. Be... But it would have been fun, you know, to play against a more like aggressive team that we like to play also, because Gambit are a bit slow, and they're the teams that we have problems with right now. But let's, uh, let's do this, shall we? Let's jump into the Blast World final talk, because we can talk about Vitality there. Is everyone cool with that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll just segue over there now. If you missed the final of IEM Winter, uh, you were probably watching the Valorant. That's okay. Uh, it was... Business as usual. That's the way I described it during the trophy moment. I said that these guys are professionals, even with everything that's going on behind the scenes, that they, they just took care of business and won the trophy where they were clearly the best team. And they've obviously been ramping up towards the tail end. We spoke about this lack of pressure and maybe being good for them. Um, just some keynotes. Kyojin looking more comfortable and having some impact rounds, but it is looser Counter-Strike, right? Uh, Shocks obviously, with the God-tier performance on the final map. Zywoo yeah. getting the MVP, doing the standard Zywoo stuff. Still... I always am impressed by what Apex is doing in game leader. And then we already spoke about Masuda and his impact in that in that VP game just to get them to that point. So um don't know if there's too many more takeaways for Vitality here for the Blast event. Um, what we can do is Lucas, I'll link you the brackets. Now Blast is kicking off today. Actually, the desk their desk is already live right now, and they will be starting their game in about 45 40 minutes. minutes. 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So uh oh, I can't link it. Let me see if I can message it. There we Are go. you not working that event, Chip? No, nah, dude, I'm at home. No, they they asked me, but um, I I just did three weeks on the road, and I I wanted if it's an event like that, this is my thought process. It's their global final, so it's obviously a really big event for Blast, and you I want to make sure. Um, yeah, you want to make sure you, you do justice to the event, right? You never want to. This is the thing. My job good is guy, so Chad. easy that if you're phoning it in, you're fucking up a good thing. You never want to phone in a job that's this easy, right? So like, I I wanted I wanted to make sure that I could give it give it everything. Um. So Lucas, I just I just linked you the the bracket, and we I guess we could run through this bracket here and talk about some of the highlights. There's actually uh, just something to point out because cool. because Striker uh, Striker pulled this out some somewhere in the, in Discord. Uh, actually, the the winner odds for like the betting odds for the winner for this tournament have Navi as number one, clearly of course. But then actually number two is Gambit, and then number three like almost double the odds is Vitality which I found very weird. And that was like, I actually saw in a couple of different uh, betting companies, they have the, like a similar breakdown, which I feel is weird. Like, do you see Gambit as being the second favorite team here? Yeah. Not I based do on now. what we just saw. Oh, you mean just what we saw at IEM? Yeah. I think that's the problem. Like, I think I, one of my issues... Oh, they're going to be fatigued and so are Vitality. Because haven't Gamma been on the road since uh, V4? Yep. Um, Vitality have been on the road. Almost the major, because major the major than V4 right That's after. That's pretty, pretty close one another, to, to one another, yeah. Yeah, one of the things was like Vitality, you could look, maybe they'll be a bit gassed now, like because they've gone the uh, Copenhagen event into the suite, into IM Winter, now back to Copenhagen for this. So um, maybe, and that's two back-to-back -back grand finals for them. So maybe a little bit gassed there. But I, I think the conversation... I don't know. The, all, all of the team, Gambit should be the favorite against Na'Vi on paper because of what we know about 2022. Gambit but, against... Uh, you know what I mean? Gambit against Na'Vi should be the favorite. No, no, no. No, I mean for the event to be the number one challenger for Na'Vi. Okay, okay. But on paper. But right. I think that Vitality and G2, you could put those three teams. There's only four teams in this event who... Who should make this event interesting? It's it's Navi, Vitality, G two, and Gambit. Heroic with a stand-in, I don't care about. NIP with a stand-in, I don't care about. 
Astralis, I think we're going to see more of their issues come to light and Liquid are a dead team walking who probably didn't practice when they just went back to North America for a week, right? Like, uh, so I, I, I think that it's just those three teams and G2, G2, Vitality get a free crack at the Kings on the yeah. way out the door. Yeah. So like that's what, and Gambit for the longevity of their team probably should put up another good showing or then you start asking some questions of if they have everything they need over there or if their approach is good, right? So it's, it's those three and Na'Vi. Um, it'd be a good event then. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, team-wise, obviously, but like considering the point we're in, like it's the top six teams according to our ranking, right? So it's like clearly stacked, but considering the point we're in and considering NIP and Heroic are playing with standards, it's it's obviously... Top six. What, <laughs> it's an injured top six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it's just a, an awkward awkward period in CS in general, so it's kind of like a, there's a lot of uh, asterisks to, to, to these tournaments. I got yeah. Simple's gonna finish one. Yeah, I mean, it could be just like Simple fucking dominating gonna... for sure. Or oh, maybe yeah. Bit gets MVP. That would be cool, actually. Yeah. I think he was hoping that happened at the Copenhagen event. I think Simple he just said it he was him. hoping, yeah. but... Yeah. Oh, he needs one more to beat the Vice, right? For the he year? needs yeah. one more to beat the Vice's yearly record. Now they're tied. And with that one more, they'd get be tied for all, like, all-time oh, right, all MVPs. So I'm... Like, yeah, it would be cool to have bit have one, but maybe next year is also a good time for bit <laughs> to have one. I, I don't think he's gonna, you know, let his foot off the gas or anything. That's obviously not something you think about when you're playing the game. Um, yeah, I think I think he wants this. That, that would also be a very cool storyline to to finish the year and you know, all of the all of the discussions are kinda about the greatest of all time. It's better Simple is ticking, ticking more and more boxes, depending on how you want to look at it. But we'll see. Hold on, unless you my landlord, he was going to come over and check out the fucking leak in the roof at four. But I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can push by fifteen minutes. Sorry, guys. Oosh. Sorry, everybody. Oosh. Yeah, I mean, um, there's not even that much to talk about to be fair, like, no, in terms I... of uh, the world final. Yeah, well, I think Astralis is going to be a theme. For me, probably the most interesting theme to watch is going to be Astralis because we saw the least of them. We saw a good showing, we saw a bad showing, and then it's like, okay, maybe we get, you know, the mid, maybe, maybe we don't get the middle, maybe we get another bad showing. <laughs> then we're like, okay, they're probably not that good, right? Because if all of these other teams are having, having issues and they're a new team that has, you know, all the fire and drive and no one else has it right now, uh, then, then that's a bad sign, right? But, but that is... The team that I'm looking forward to most and Navi to see if they can, you know, not stumble and not have like, oh fuck this another tournament. We won so much mentality, right? That that's a I, danger, maybe. I have to say Astros are the team that I'm looking at as like having the most time as well leading up to this event because they obviously went out pretty early at IEM Winter and they had they've had basically like over 10 days since then to kind of address a lot of the issues and obviously even like get a little bit more used to the team as a whole and just like lay opping and stuff like that. So I wonder if uh, if that's going to play in their favor because, like, they are definitely a team that just needs more practice, that needs more team on, needs more time on the server, and they will get that over everybody else at the at the tournament essentially because well outside of Navi if you if you look at that because Vitality G two and IP just came off of uh, came off of Vitamin Winter Gambit even made the top playoffs so they were there for for like one week longer compared to them Heroic are coming in with a stand in and Liquid don't give a shit you know so it's like Astralis are definitely the second team who have had most time to prepare for this event at least. Everybody else will just kind of like carry over what they had at IEM Winter. Yeah, I, I agree with that sentiment. And I, I think like 
right now because it is the end of the year we're mainly just looking at the oh let's just get the year done kind of angle but there is it's important for Australis not to shit the bed that's true uh i think that's true uh i think for uh, from a lot of the names it 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 isn't as important but Australis should be on the list i I like the storyline you're going here with prof of navi of them if they can just retain dominance for the end of the year that's important because if navi lose now to a heroic with a stand-in or oh, don't. Right? it's gonna be devastating but that ruins yeah. everything yeah. they're not they're not going to though well if they don't someone this clip event, this i'm gonna cry I, the I thing. know they, they need I've to said, i've said fucking um dignitas we're not gonna lose to liquid right but whatever. they need to but they don't need to well they like, they need to for our overall counter-strike story because they? they've well, won so much already yeah because then because then you know what happens Muya? we just sit here and go well the event really didn't matter. They lost to a team with a stand-in. You know, it's been a long year. They already won everything. We don't frame it from, oh, this team, they just destroyed Na'Vi. Right? That's not going to happen. Well, maybe it will, but it's not going to happen for me. I think, like... like well, it's simple to say, like, ah, it's not our era yet. Eh, it's, like, such a fucking, like, interview response. Like, it's clearly the fucking Na'Vi era. Like, and they've been rightfully the best team for, like, six months or some shit. I, I just want them to win, honestly. Like, I don't care how they win it. I don't care if it requires someone to lag out 1v1 in the last round. I just want them to win it. And simple to take MVP, and then I'm happy. Then the world's back in order. And then I'm it's happy. like a lot of F1, F1 vibes over here. I would have, I would have <laughs> loved who, this. Who followed the championship? But that's I would have loved this as the story to close out the year, right? Like Gambit at the start of the year were really good, right? And and they, they're the only team right now here who get an opportunity to... Well, actually, they're not the only team. Like, if Heroic were in full force as well, I would have loved to have seen Na'Vi go up against the Gambit again, against Heroic again, against G2, against Vitality. Like those names right there, I would be excited to see them go up against at full strength for where they are right now. Like I could make a case for all of these. Vitality having a stronger close to the year, they're the first team to take a map off of Na'Vi and fucking God knows how long they stopped the nuke streak. They are now, with all this stuff planned, the, the, the years of hard work with Kyojin is starting to come to a close, right? And we're seeing it, the fruits of their labor. G2, all three land grand finals over the last, well, besides this one, uh, big land grand finals over the last uh, two years. Uh, the roster, you know, Nico's playing great Counter-Strike, having simple versus Nico, always fun. And we have the major storyline to go off as well. Heroic, they seem to think that they're the only team or one of the only teams who can take down Na'Vi. And they now have a bit more land experience. Let's see uh, Heroic able to bring their real flair to land consistently and take take down Na'Vi. And right, there, there would be a couple storylines there I could have really got behind. So. By losing the heroic one, it kind of it, it's now split the field for me a little bit more. So there's still going to be some good games, of course. I, I think there's still going to be some good games, and we have been getting good Counter Strike because of some of these dead teams. Like it's been it's been fun. It's, it's been, been loose CS, right? Yeah. yeah, it's been fun to watch. Uh, wait, um, this heroic like being the team to beat Navi is that just th- like that's what self- they were selling? Is it just self-proclaimed? So if I just say right now, I think Fnatic is the team to beat Navi. If we ever have the, if they have the privilege to play us in line, I think we're gonna tear we're gonna tear them apart. Does that now make us second in line to beat Navi just because I say it? Or well, you have to have a decent claim to it, which like you could say firepower wise, heroic they have pretty good firepower if they play exactly like they play when they're 100 percent online, right? We haven't seen them play like that 100 percent online. They're getting better. But the like at their peak, could they could they take some maps off Navi at their peak? Yeah, probably. I believe Fnatic could too. So just put a second in so line. There you go. Keep, All right. Just, the world's back in order. We're okay. Right. We can do that. We can definitely make that we're one just work. We're self-proclaiming stuff now. I also think that if we played the last major, we would have won it, but we weren't there. So that's how it is, you know. But there's one coming up not too long from now, no, right? I'll be so there. Work for that one. 
Obviously. Get Vladik back in the, in the just mate. That should be the first test. Um, okay, where are we at here? What do we want to talk about as far as this goes, guys? Nothing. Let's, let's go to the matchmaker and uh, talk shit for a bit. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go to playtime. What's this one? Welcome back, everybody. Just a little bit of playtime to get you uh, sorted, right? Uh, I think we just lost somebody from the channel there for a, a brief moment. So if I cut out, it was probably Lucas. Now, guys, just want to make everybody aware, Navi versus Liquid is starting on twitch.tv slash Blast Premier very shortly. We'll be closing this one down so you can all enjoy your time. But first, and we need to get through the power match matchmaker. Hopefully people heard me. I wasn't talking too quietly there. All right, Power Match Matchmaker. Lucas going to link that one in. Smear, you've done this before. You're about to do it again. Prof, what are the... Uh, ca oh, okay. Never mind. Got some oh, coaches. These, are, these are good, actually. All right, all right. We got the coaches. Now, uh, you should have gotten your own little link right there, Smear, that you can link these one up to. Now, I'll read them out for all our audio-only listeners. Keita, Toby, Blade, uh, MCE, and Legia are the coaches. And the descriptive terminology today is tactical knowledge, emotional leader, hard worker, tricks and gimmicks, scouting players, anti-strat, and issue resolution. They're actually fantastic. Those are, so, those are pretty fucking good, I have yeah. to say. Props, props for that one. But there's, there's some categories missing for some of these coaches. Okay. You can make up your own categories. <laughs> if, if there was other slash... <laughs> let's, let's just keep it out. Let's keep it out. All right. Best at after parties. Best at... Chatting shit. Yeah, chatting shit too. All right. Well, kick us off with Keita, mate, the current coach. Hmm. Good, pretty good. Issue resolution. I think he's pretty good at that. But he's good at tactical knowledge, too. You can do multiple. I know, but I don't just want don't to look do, his ass too, too hard because I have okay, to speak yeah. to him soon and it's like... Do them all. Do them all. <laughs> but yeah, he's the best coach ever. Uh, I mean, he's he's very good at being like, guys, we have a problem, we need to fix it. So I would say that's issue resolution he's like he's a person that believes in you should never bring up a problem without having a solution you know if you don't have a solution don't bring up the problem oh you can but do it in a nice way you know never do it like eh, this is fucking shit but yeah we can do about it like he hates that shit so that's like what rule he has it's good rule so play that one uh but he's also good at anti shot so we'll give him anti shot as well um then we have toby Your favorite it could be all six man i'm not kidding or seven to He's the hardest worker I've ever seen in the history of CS. He's for sure. I mean, I really want to tick all seven, but I can't, obviously. But all but seven applied to Toby. I mean, like. We think you would be historic, let me tell you that. I mean, like, okay, tricks. Okay, he doesn't have many tricks and gimmicks. But that, this. He's an emotional dude. leader. Dude, that guy. But that even came through in German. Listen, we were. We had a boot camp. And someone on the team, I will not name names, next, was late to practice for f by five minutes, okay? And the day after, or like, the, when he was late, like, I was also late prior, but it wasn't a big issue. The speech he gave, I didn't see anyone. We were minimum 10 minutes early every day for the rest of the team. 
It was like it was insane. I've never heard someone shout so loud. <laughs> Holy fuck, it was so scary. It was like my fucking dad was just ready to beat my ass. And I, I was even late. I was like so scared. But yeah, it's for sure an emotional leader. Like, did he give like some good points in that speech? Was it like, you know, you're using all of our time, blah blah. What what is what is the gist of? Or is it just like? I mean, it was like intimidation, it, pure intimidation. No, no, no. Like, his philosophy is like, you can't see it as you're five minutes late. You're five minutes times five late. So yeah, you're like okay. twenty-five minutes late, and all this. And how would you like it if it was da 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 da? Like, you know, just like giving perspective and stuff. And it's like he explained, we all get paid X amount of money. Just be fucking on time or go work in like a supermarket and then if you're late you're gonna get fired from a deadbeat job like you're so lucky and then it was it was nice it was nice i was scared as fucking holy shit but it was it was nice um but yeah i can't say scouting players because i don't know but i mean like not really a thing blade this is galda right yeah like, the uh, movie star blade he is he is an emotional leader the thing is, like, I feel like I need to put tactical knowledge for everyone, because if not, I'm calling someone fucking idiot. But like, <laughs> but like, they're all good at it. But like, but, like who, who stands out the most? You know, it, it can't be just like average. Okay, then the 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 most tactical I would give to MCE, but for Blade, I would say he's get he's good at scouting players. He was the guy that wanted to take the Spanish roster. It's been way more than a success. Uh, I mean, like, it's really like every coach has all of these qualities. So it's like I feel like I'm if I don't put that, who's the best at what? But like that's so unfair because if they watch this, they'll be like, Owen doesn't think I have tactical. Like Keith is gonna be like, Owen thinks I'm fucking stupid. Ah, <laughs> ah he thinks uh Toby is smarter than me. Or so like it's but it's not like that. But we'll keep going. MCE, his uh his tactical knowledge. He's very good at scouting players. He found uh Grimm when he was insane on Triumph. He found all the all the good players. Uh he's a hard worker. They're all hard workers. Oh, Ligia. Hard worker might not fit this man. Give me one second. Give me, let, me, let me take a gander. Very good at anti-shred. Ligia found me. He's very good at scouting players. <laughs> <laughs> he brought me into big. He's a fucking he's a top lad. He knows a lot. He has lots of tricks and gimmies. I, he also found the coach book. Uh, not coach book. Holy shit, the jump book. The jump, jump book. Jump holy jump shit. Ligia did not find the coach book, nor has he ever... Yeah. Participated, yeah. yeah. I don't think he, well, he was even coaching. It wasn't he was, bad, yeah. So. He was he was playing envy at the time. Uh, is, issue resolution, definitely not. He likes a good fight. Um, MC, <laughs> that's the Balkan part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part whatever it's from. Uh, I think that's about it. Okay. I mean, like, like, look how scuffed the thing is. But if I had to choose just one for each person, fuck. Let's do it like this. Let's let's make it more fun. Uh, okay, okay, okay. One for each blade, blade. This blade. is the the new corporate smear. Yeah. This is the this is the fanatic jersey wearing smear right here. Everyone's great. I love everybody, and I just want everyone to have a good time. No, but it's really like that one. You fuck. Ah, uh, wait. I need to give. Yeah, like this. Okay. Now we're now this actually is readable. Like, this this is like. Toby, if hard you worker. Take each person and give like their best. There you go. Best That's best a good way to frame it. It's like that, but it's like every single coach I played with has like five of seven at least. Most of them have seven. Like, so we'll just make it clear. This is smooth critique of these individuals' best attribute. It doesn't mean that they all don't have these attributes. Yeah, yeah. Their most noted. Let's just screenshot it in an out of context post and fly. <laughs> like whoever doesn't have tactical <laughs> knowledge is super dumb. <laughs> Take all of them. <laughs> 
Yes, yeah, uh, that's how it feels when I'm doing it because it's like when I l- see the like the list, I'm like, he has this, 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 this. But yeah, that's the best I can do. Uh, I want to ask you, like, we can finish off with this now, but I want to ask you something about Toby and Big. Do you think that yep. that like his departure, yeah, is it destroyed them? Yeah, one one of the main reasons because when they kind of fell off, it, it aligns to him leaving, kind of retiring it was as directly coach. after when he retired. Right? It was direct. It was the same. The same second that he said he's no longer the head coach, they instantly lost plus ten skill points. Like, because what he does for a team is like, it's like um, Blade on Navi. Like, because a lot of people don't know it, but I've known him for a really long time, uh, and I actually stood him for Flipside like five years ago or some shit. Because I'm very good friends with him. Uh, I met him in ECA pugs back in the day. I used to carry him for rank S points, whatever, whatever, whatever. He actually bought me a pizza once because I carried him so hard. Long story. Anyhow, so <laughs> I know Blade and how he like he used to talk to me a lot about how he like wants to coach in the future because he was playing at the time. Um, and it's similar to Toby where like he fills the player with so much self-fucking confidence and like so much belief in himself because they do so much work and like he pushes you so hard that it's like you believe you're as good as you are. So you just constantly have supreme confidence like all the time. And that's all big are lacking. Like when they had Xantras and stuff, of course, it was online. Like Saracen was playing much better. Uh, Kaito was playing much better. Like they were all just playing better. And like, and they lose a lot of like their tactical side too because Toby's a fucking genius. Um, Anti-strat and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure losing Toby hurt them a lot. And I've said that from the start. Like, but yeah, go on, sorry. Just talking about like the, the thing you said about like hyping up people so they play like maximum potential and thinking that they're so good. There's a story from NATO Sapex when they were in, in Sprout when Toby was coaching them when he made this like fragment <laughs> highlight compilation. Something like that. And people like watched it before the minor and they almost qualified for the major. They, they made like a really good run around that time. He has two types of videos. He has, it's called the, the, the light and dark video. Yeah. And he has a, or like the sun and dark or something. And um, he'll take clips of practice, put a black screen and it's uh, the only voice comes of when people are sad and depressed and how the team and how you guys are playing when you're sad. So it's like, be like and then uh, so it shows you how like you know and then he had one of uh, the old sprout lineup but it was like spitty and it's like he didn't talk for like four rounds in practice and it was like dot 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 spitty still hasn't spoke and it was like <laughs> and then, but then it shows like the good one when everyone's like nice guys nice nah, nah, nah. and it shows you the difference and it's like it's super interesting because everyone knows like you don't give 100% effort all the time in practice or you know the best comms and stuff but when you hear it like that it makes you really think like holy shit, like, I sounded like that? Like, I don't want to sound like that again. And he does the frag movies, too. Like, the one he did for us when we played it some land was so funny. Like, overly tuned rock music. Like, oh yeah, it's so funny. Like, super shit edited, like, on pain almost. Like, it's so <laughs> funny. But yeah, he's, he's super funny. But he's also, like, a super fair coach. Like, he's very strict and has his own way, but he's fair. And that's why, like, everyone loves him normally. He seems like an adult in the times I've spoken to him. Hey, I think that probably helps as well. as fuck, yeah. Well, they also have that. 33 I from... that. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 but like, he's an old like an adult. Okay. I'm, an old doll. He wakes up at 6 a.m. and... He's 37, actually. Yeah, he's I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Looks he, younger. He wakes up and Instapops four espressos. Like, he definitely doesn't live like a fucking adult. Like, he looks like a crazy person, but yeah. Okay.
I love Toby. Let's uh, let's do this. I, I just sent Lucas a tweet. Lucas, can you bring the tweet out for everybody at home? Oh, is uh, it the tweet of Lucas? It is. Yeah, it is. So uh, <laughs> Henny Did... and Lucas are both free agents. <laughs> no way. Just moved. I know he was it. watching, right? And he only knew he's a free agent. He's just and it's the same exact. It's even like both are capitalized. It's the same exact tweets from Henny. Exactly oh, the same. Well, I hope we're getting trolled. Uh, package deal. Package deal. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, Smuya, we yeah, got a golden, of quick golden also golden also oh, yeah, released. We saw that too. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick. Oh, let's go around the room. Yeah, uh, and you can pick one of these two, or you have to give me a better answer. NIP coach or Dignitas IGL golden next spot. Coach, coach, definitely another player. Coach. No, isn't Jonas going to coach NIP? No, no, I don't mean for... No, that's just a temporary, temporary thing anyway. No, that should be the permanent decision, I think. The COO is the coach of the team. I think that's a really good decision. Look at Gambit. It's working for them. I think that NIP should stick. This is my expert opinion with no sarcasm attached. I really think that NIP should stick with Jonas as the coach for the future of the team. I like to give all fair perspectives. Other than NIP. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's just oh, trying to bury NIP with his you, yeah, you fake dip, advice. Right? I think they should. I think it's a really good decision. I think it's really one of the best decisions they'll make. Right, that, that really good one. So that's that's what they should do. Okay, as we yep. were saying, Golden should be coach for whoever you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. he should coach. Golden's a fucking genius, like an actual genius. And everyone on my team always speaks so good about him. So yeah, say coach. Did I take him twice though. <laughs> yeah, but that was from Fnatic. This is that that this that, is that NIP. wasn't. That wasn't Freddy or Luda's doing. It was okay. Elsa's doing. Oh, that tells you a lot right there, doesn't it? All right, what else we got here? Uh, Smooth, uh, did, did you play Fortnite? This uh, on Instagram. At the beginning, I wasn't like the when the game had like eight thousand players on it. I played it a little bit, and the first guy I shot built a wall, and I just I'm like I understood the game. Uh, All right. <laughs> Uh, here's, an, here's another fun one. The mechanic of the game. Props, props jotted down a couple of really important ones here from Twitter. Here Not important at all. Uh, how much can you bench press? I thought it was mine. Uh, what is oh, it? One rep to... or eight reps? Yeah, I mean, I... What's what your max? Your max one rep. One repper right now? Eighty maybe. Eighty what kilos? Or pounds? Fucking pounds. Pounds <laughs> <laughs> kilos. I don't know because you're talking feet. Like five minutes ago. Yeah, but we do, we do imagine. Okay, respectfully, you can look at my upper body and assume hopefully I can lift more than 80 pounds. Hopefully I was confused. I, 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 the, the my, Brits my heaviest do, was 90 for one. But the Brits do That's weight. not that much, honestly. I would expect more. I mean, Brits I'm do strong. weight and measurement in, in Imperial for whatever reason. Like, <laughs> they talk about their weight in stones still, don't you, Smuya? Yeah, but I know my... I weighed myself yesterday. I was 110 kilos. That's heavy, okay. man. All right. Well, you said you were you said you were six foot one, so it's it's fair enough. I'm fat though. Yeah. Next question. Uh, there we're running out of them. Um, perfect. Fuck me, you not read it or what? No, it's just like I don't know which one of these is is worse. <laughs> they're they're uh, not they're not great. I they're just... terrible questions. How does the extreme muscle growth affect his ability to hit hard shots under pressure? <laughs> like, did you want me to read that one? Uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, when you get as yoked as I am, sometimes it's quite hard. To stay there under pressure, like when I'm squatting as much as I am, sometimes sometimes my shoulders freeze up. But in all seriousness, that definitely does not apply to me because I have like no extreme muscle growth, like at all, apart from my cock. But yeah, <laughs> all right, oh, that's not a muscle, go. by the way. 
I think that's it. Bangers. I think that's it. All right, Smear, you got to do your do your thanks to the to Fnatic now. Ah, we've got some sponsors here. We'd like to thank guys. So we have. You're opening a notepad. <laughs> when the, when it gets brighter on your face. <laughs> the Google not, Doc. Is it brighter? This is my this is my Twitch description. I have all the things. So we have a. Um, holy shit! I have so many. Are these all of my jersey. This is how you get paid, mate. ASOS is a good one. Do you get free clothes? You get free beef jerky as well. Beef uh, jerky, so we have uh, Underseat, beautiful company. ASOS, Monster. Don't think they're a sponsor anymore. Oh, uh, oh god. Crypto.com. We have Fanatic Gear, of course, guys. Check out the Fanatic Gear. Ignore this. I left mine in the UK. I have one coming. You'll see it on my stream at twitch.tv slash Uh Just check out the Fanatic store. They have some good clothes. We have a Heisen and we have the beef jerky. Check it out. All flavors. Delicious. Uh, apart from that, thank you guys for having me on. As always, Sponge. Oh, don't, don't forget, don't forget Sam Matthews and, and Matthews Khan. Uh, I mean, like, they, I mean, like, I'm thanking the sponsors here, not the like. What the fuck are we doing here? If yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm thank my mom, my dad as well. There you go. Thank <laughs> Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Game might not for be making on the show for at least like three weeks, so might as well get them all out right yeah. now. Right. But uh, all the sponsors and uh. Yeah, Samuelson for making this happen. Despite it was uh, actually all without him, I would not be on Fortnite because when they wanted me to play the open qualifier, they had a six-hour internal meeting to see if just to play the open qualifier. Jesus! So he's pulled some strings for he me to get here. Yeah, he really. But I don't know what the fuck he said or why it took six hours, but I'm here. Right. I'm sure the meeting to hire me was much longer than six hours. If that was for the they probably qualifier. like watched watch back some of your old interviews and just like. Try to balance the scales. Well, is this worth it? Is this not worth it? It's like, yeah. like on one side, there's like the stats, and you know, it's just like being an amazing opera. It's just like, okay, this would be a good fit for the team. And on the other, it's just like all the statements that you've made in your entire career. Smoya, Smoya versus Refresh. Smoya versus this they, guy. They, they, Smoya. I've cleared that one up. I cleared that one up. It's yeah. been expunged from his record, I believe. I don't even remember. I just remember there was some drama. Just relax, man. Deal. Just relax. <laughs> Day, like... <laughs> all right all right yeah. before we bring up anything else out of the closet here thanks for smooth for coming on the show thank you for everybody for tuning in thank you for indie rocks all for getting me nice and mad uh and uh yeah that's going to be the end of the show for episode 67 we're going to be back next monday at 8 p.m for the final show of the year uh thanks again to our sponsors we got display we got uh bit skins we got parry match and of course we have extra five uh, we'll see we, we'll have some uh, of those wireless extra five miles nice to to give away. We don't know how we'll do it, but stay tuned. Like follow on Twitter and stuff, and we'll we'll do some stuff over there. All right, peace out, guys. See you next time. Bye. Add some fun to your space with Extrafy, designed in Sweden with focus on quality products built on experience. You're looking at Project 4, their fourth generation of products with super cool colorways to stand out, with matching sets to satisfy with a solid B4 bungee, lightweight ergonomic M4 mouse, the K4 keyboard is fantastic, all of which are performance focused, and finish it off with colorful GP4 mouse mats that are bold in design and smooth on the surface. The retro theme in particular has got the feels. Complete your setup with Extrafy. No regrets. Guaranteed. I'm in the house. 
and sector clear. But there is the window. Hate this badge. I'll take the fire through the pillar. Whatever. Play with Parimatch. Parimatch. Your esports teammate. Stuck ranking up? Lost the motivation to grind? Bored of clicking heads on aim maps? Get some color into your game. Bitskins.com. Buying and selling skins made easy. Tons of payment methods and instant cash outs. Just choose your dream skins, select your preferred payment method, and start grinding again. If you want to play like the pros, you gotta look like the pros. The nice thing about displays are super high quality and very easy to hang up. All you have to do is mount the magnet they provide you, then just stick the poster on the wall. Every art piece they offer is super collectible and looks great no matter where you place it in your house or room. The wonderful thing about display is they also look after the environment. Every poster someone buys, display will plant one tree. They have already planted over 14 million trees and they're still planting. So you're not just getting an awesome poster, you're also helping the environment.